Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with And welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the podcast about robots being real sad a bunch. Oh, so it's a near podcast. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, I great. guess. I'd love to talk about near Adamata. 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 Adamuda. Do, 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 do. Adamuda. So, uh, we are. I've completely lost everything. <laughs> oh, I'm Mike. You were so prepared before, honey. You just, yeah, I did until 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 we went into I don't, until Luke. Luke is the ultimate breaker of plans. This is a podcast. I'm Mike. We talk about something, I guess. You almost said we talk about things. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> that is true. Uh, occasionally, yeah. Uh, joining me today. Okay, so this is Teenagers with Attitude. Hi, hello. We talk about Power Rangers, and we're actually starting season three. Uh, and this momentous occasion is why we're bringing our A game today. Yeah, we're all <laughs> tired, and Zach's not even Listen, here. Listen, we're not we're not going <laughs> to blow smoke in your ear. This is what you should expect on any given episode. That's at season three. You know what? We gave you guys two seasons of premium A grade, high quality content. Now wait, we're going to take it easy. Wait, wait, that was our premium A grade content. Yeah, uh huh. I yeah. think I need to reflect on that a little. In, <laughs> in absolute fairness, the episode we're here to discuss is season three, episode one. Joel, do you not remember the episode where I talked about the big bowl of spaghetti I had? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I also remember when you went All on right. a little adventure to uh, track down a spider. That also happened. A lot of things happened in the, our past. Let's just do a clip show this week. Yeah, there we go. I'm I'm interested in this bowl of spaghetti. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, I I didn't hear that one. Like, how big was it? Uh, it was like a full on like tub. Like it was a oh, big, God. like it was not eating all of it in one sitting. It was a okay, lot of leftover good. spaghetti. But I was eating cold noodles. spaghetti directly out of that tub. Cold. <laughs> I mean, I I live alone. I've been there. I was gonna <laughs> eat it till I was full and then put it back. That's efficient. <laughs> if you're wondering why things are going the way they are, it's because we're here to talk about season three, episode one, a friend in need. Which, in case you don't know, is the three-parter that opened season three. I'm a friend in need. It is more spaghetti. A backdoor pilot to the wildly unsuccessful Masked Rider series, and it is bad. They, yeah, it is very, very bad. They said, "Hey, why don't we bring over that other Tokusatsu show that the kids in Japan like so much?" 
Yeah, that would that would sound like a slam dunk, but I guess not. Yeah. Anyway, once again, I'm hosting today. I'm Mike, and joining me we have Joel. Uh, hi. Yeah, uh, I I remember how to do this. We have Luke. It's it's a me, Mario. Wonderful. We have <laughs> Emily. Hey, I'm really sorry I missed two episodes, guys, but I'm back. Welcome back. And speaking of welcome back, joining us for the first time in a long while, the man behind our theme music, oh, yeah. the real reason you all keep listening to the show, I'm sure, oh, yeah. uh, it's Mitch. Yay. Hey, guys. First time in a long while. It's a really good theme. It's I a forgot really good you're theme. the person we have that has, like, actual talent. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I'll just well, leave. I guess I'll, yeah, I guess I'll Sorry. just leave then. Well, it's a burn on me <laughs> as much as it is on either of you. Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I didn't realize you hated my art so much. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, I, I guess... I've also produced music Listen. for this fucking show. Have you? Hey, I didn't know that. Guys. Oh, yeah, I guess you sang that song. As, as funny as this is, guys, Mitch that has time not Joel gotten sang to speak. Wonderwall? Let's flash back to that one. <laughs> How soon the word is on the moon that the spark in your grid is out. I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you never really had a doubt. I don't believe that anybody morphs the way you do right now. And all the Zords that we ride are combining. And all the special facts we use are blinding. There are many things that I would like to roundhouse kick, but I don't know how. Because Zordon, you're gonna help us morph on, more phenomenal, you're our ranger call. Mitch. Oh, hey. Hey, what's up, Mike? Hi. How's it it's going? It's going, it, yeah, hey. So, hey. You haven't been on in a while. That's true. Has anything has anything Power Rangers related happened in your life? Um, Mitch, even if it has, don't give him the satisfaction. Yeah, actually, okay. So yeah, I uh, I was. It's kind of crazy. I, I was spending some time um, last weekend at my timeshare on uh, Edenoy, and uh, I was oh, just okay. like chilling. <laughs> uh, I went out to the balcony, kind of like mm. I, I like to watch the locals while they're like fracking. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. They're fracking for poison. I think is the the local trade. And wouldn't okay. you know it. Like, the Power Rangers showed up. Oh, dang. Holy shit. It was well. crazy. It was pretty fucking wild. Did you get any autographs? I, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. I just kind of watched from uh, no. with the bi- binoculars. M- Mitch isn't that gauche, Joel. Yeah, I, I kind of not to you know, I don't want to, like, bother the celebrities when I see them on the street. It's just sort of like yeah. a, that's just for me. Like, I saw them, I let them live their lives, uh, fight the Edenoys, Edenites, the Masked Rider. Mm-hmm. We all love the Masked Rider here. Uh, that was Everyone loves it, them. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, that's good to know. Hey, so we got a couple things planned for opening this episode. I mean, although very clearly we have no actual structure or planning or control here. Mm-mm. But anyway, Luke, there was a little story you wanted to tell while we were talking about the movie, but you missed the second and third parts and couldn't do that. Well, frankly, it was it was just a fun thing I wanted to joke about, and you got and I was like disappointed I wasn't going to get to joke about it. 
And now for the past, like, three weeks, you guys have been like, oh, well, you got to come back so you can tell the story you want to tell. I'm like, well, now you've played it up to a point where what's, uh, oh, boy, it's definitely not going to live up to that. The Halo well, it's also, it's also going to be the, the premiere of a brand new segment, apparently. Well, because yeah, because we talked about it on the one part of the movie I was on, that that movie had a lot of licensed songs and, like, songs they commissioned for the movie by, like, alternative artists. You know, uh, we talked about the Devo song while I was around, but my favorite band did a song for that movie. And who might that be? That's They might be Giants, and that's why we're premiering a segment, I guess. And we were talking about what to name it, and I think we settled on this name. It's the They Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Giants podcast segment. Wonderful. That is worse than I was expecting. It's it's the hold on no it's the it's the they they mighty giants rangers power fuck there that's it we got it I am ready for this joke okay Eric when when you when you make this into a theme music include him saying fuck afterward yeah oh yeah like that whole thing was the title of the segment both tries were part of the segment title yeah good luck with that buddy Mm. anyway so Luke uh, talk about they might be giants well no just they have a song. In the Power Rangers uh, movie called Sense Around. I believe they wrote it just for the movie, but let me look that up real quick, because now I'm second-guessing myself. But the reason I wanted to talk about it was that it's this movie for this... It's a song for this kid's movie. It's a weird song, guys. They don't really play enough of it to really get how weird and dumb the lyrics are. But they're real weird and dumb. You hear, like, ten seconds of it playing from the inside of a van. Was Was the full song on the official soundtrack? Yes, it was. Okay, so the kids definitely heard it a lot. I, okay, it looks like... Okay, the original version of the song was actually released on uh, an EP for the SEXXY single from their album Factory Showroom, and was also a bonus track on the Japanese release of Factory Showroom, so it was not written for the movie. Which, okay, that makes slightly more sense. Okay, but why would it not have made sense? For a song that begins with, When I Was Only a Zygote, I still yeah, remember the uh-huh. time. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is a song. I'm not going to read the entire lyric sheet here. It is a song about someone talking about how their mom went to see the 1974 film Earthquake, which was the premiere of Sense Around Technology, which is basically <laughs> just fancier basses in movies that had like real booming bass for the like the the special effects. And they were it advertised it like you'll be like you're in the earthquake. Ride the earthquake. Right, I was gonna, I was about to say, yeah, it makes sense that the movie that they debuted that in was called Earthquake. Like, yeah, like the 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 warning they've got on the, they might be Giants Wiki from that ad campaign was this motion picture will be shown in the starting new startling new multi dimension of sense around. Please be aware that you will feel as well as see and hear realistic effects <laughs> such as might be experienced in an actual earthquake. The original rumble pack. We're gonna we're gonna drop yeah. parts of the like ceiling on you just for authenticity. It it just had a louder bass. That's all, right? <laughs> but uh, you know, this song is about this pregnant woman that goes to see that movie, and because of the effects of the pounding bass on her unborn child, he has birth defects. Oh, and that's what the song's wow. about. <laughs> and it's sung from the perspective of that child. Yeah. I have the yes. news is the child's name correct. Uh, <laughs> that child grew up to be Lord Zed. Uh, yeah, if if mom had known she was expecting, she might have gone to see Jaws instead of picking the film where the sound effects came right up through the floor, and I'd be differently formed. 
Would have had wow, skin for one. That is the second verse of that song. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Boy, howdy. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yep. They they yeah, mighty yeah. they mighty Morphin Power Giants <laughs> Ranger. Did they ever did they ever figure out if they were giants? I don't think so. I think they're still trying to solve that one. Yeah. Gold case. We may never know. Truly, they might be giants. I could just riff on they might be giants for a while because they've talked about how that name to them was about like they were afraid about becoming like a bigger act and like it was more about like the world outside of their little sphere might be giants and not about them. And like Ooh, it was about like, like the end of Men in Black. Spoilers. Right. It was about like I, I yeah exactly like the end of Men in Black where the entire right. universe is in a marble. <laughs> it's like oh we're like we we're ready to like take the next step in our career but we're scared because they might be giants out there. Oh. Aww. See, okay. the thing about giants is it's all relative, right? So anything sure, might right. be a giant. It just depends on your perspective, you know? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Einstein yeah, yeah, yeah. over here. Uh-huh. Relative. They they have a song. I mean, Einstein, called... or you've just seen size fetish art, and you've seen sure. like, that thing where like <laughs> each progressive picture in the sequence is more scale. No, with, with, with my particular friend group, where would I have ever seen any size fetish art? Seriously. That's true. You would never have seen any of it. None of us are into that. Nobody Maybe if you call. Googled They Might Be Giants and you accidentally kind of wandered into that subsection yeah. of the They Might Be Giants fandom. I don't know if there's crossover there at all. They have a song called There they can't m- possibly be any crossover. <laughs> well, I guarantee you that I can you there is crossover. Like 100% guarantee. <laughs> they do have a song called Too Tall Girl. <laughs> how does that go Thanks. wonderful uh let's see uh shit how's that part go it's like there's no kind of parallel or analog there's no kind of magazine or catalog so you'll just be playing some tag along in the world of a girl in a too tall fog that's how that sounds just that good too i like it wonderful there wonderful. was a bully character in the berenstein bears called too tall now yeah, oh, yeah. Sounds like, yeah. did they name themselves too tall, or was that something that they them, they were bullied with? You mm. know? You know, that's a good that's, question. Um, like, that's hey, you're question. too tall, and he's like, I'm gonna show you fuckers, you fucking bears. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of fucking shit. Y'all no, do small. I'm sure this is actually <laughs> his name, because his, I'm looking at his, the Berenstein Bears wiki, because of course that exists. And right, his, yeah. his parents his parents were too ton and too two, and his sister was too much. So I'm pretty oh. sure the family was just assholes. Yeah, 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 jazz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, folks, this is why you come to this podcast because it's freeform yeah. jazz, for, basically. For everyone's favorite segment, <laughs> they might eat morphin giants. They might be rangers. Yep. I love how you said it like five different times. Take your yeah. pick, Eric. Have fun. No, no, it's all. Part <laughs> Do y'all of think it. they were giants? Yeah. It's, it's all. I'm, I'm still, I'm still saying the title of the segment. <laughs> the entire segment is its title. Speaking of crossovers, <laughs> God, let's move on to uh, today to everyone's second favorite segment, uh, the Morfac Newsmanal. It's my favorite segment. Morfac Newsmanal, Bunny. And for once, Luke, you'll yeah. be glad to know that it's actually news. I. And, okay. not, and not just like a press release about the movie or something. Okay, well, that's a step in the right direction, sure. Yeah. So, this takes a little bit of setup and context. Oh, good. Apparently, yeah, apparently, way back when Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, the movie what we just covered, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. premiered at the Hollywood premiere Wait, I there. Thought, I thought you said this wasn't about the movie. It It's not <laughs> about the movie, but it, it, it there is some setup here. At the premiere of that film, 
Jean-Claude Van Damme was there for some reason. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't he Can't be? Can't imagine why. And apparently, from that day on forward, him and Jason David Frank have had some kind of beef. Oh my like, god. Yeah, like, they've, they've, they've had, they've had, like, some sort of, the you real, know, I mean, tough talk celebrity fight, but here's the thing. Yeah. Recently, that actually came to a head at, like, the back room of a Comic-Con. Oh, shit. Because that yes. is where those two particular individuals would be found in this day and age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, apparently, Jean-Claude Van, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude like, Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. JCVD. JCVD. JBDB. Yeah. Uh, JCVD invited JDF to, like, the uh, green room. I hate that. The, the, <laughs> at, at the Comic-Con. Uh, I guess under the guise of making amends, but what really happened is it was kind of an ambush because, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme's, like, posse had, like, cameras and stuff, oh and Jean-Claude God. Van Damme was, like... I love this already. Yeah, was was basically yelling at Jason David Frank about, like, hey, so you, you've been talking tough this whole time. You want to fight? I got the cameras rolling. You want to fight? You want to fight? And... Jason David Frank being like actually for reals a really good fighter and right. also not an old man like John Claude Van Damme is right. at this point. Eh, I mean, uh, you know, it's all relative, I guess. Kind of, mm. yeah. But Jason David Frank just fucking immediately <laughs> put Jean Claude Van Damme in a headlock and was just like, "Do you really want to do this? Do you really want to do this?" Uh, wow. And, and apparently, like Jean Claude Van Damme just kind of backed down and no actual fight he happened. Did not but, really like, want to do this. I really love how you put that Belgian stink on his voice on his name every time you say it. I guess a little Jean-Claude bit. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Van Damme. <laughs> didn't didn't he like keep people trapped in like a, a, a like a sex dungeon at some point? I don't know. Probably in Wait, real life. Yeah. What? That sounds like JCVD. I was under, I was under, like yeah, okay. and not like not like not like in the fun way where everyone's like down to go to the dungeon. I right? mean, that just, it just a, yeah. There's a reason uh, Doctor McNinja featured a very clear Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, Analog as right, one of the like, shittier yeah. villains. He, he has a new show yeah. coming out. He does. Yeah, yeah. Jean Claude Van Johnson, I think. No, oh, great. Yeah. That's cool. correct. It's, so it's it's a pretty good use of him, actually. The uh, is, whole... is it like the fly, but Reginald Vell Johnson accidentally crosses with no, Jean Claude Van Damme? That would be you so did much hit on better. the premise, actually. Yes, <laughs> but um, no. I think the I think the premise, from what I've gathered, is it's him playing a version of himself, but like he's actually some sort of a like secret agent who uses making his dumb movies as, like, cover for his spy And then activities. Steve Urkel con- convinces him to come down to the basement to help him test his teleporter along with Reginald Vell Johnson, and they end up merged. You know, I, yeah. that very well mm-hmm. could be where it goes. I think it's a, I think it's an online show, so who knows? I mean, I, yeah, I, I read some leaks. I know about the twist ending of season one where Steve Urkel shows up. Man, those hackers got everything. <laughs> Have any of you seen that, like... The hackers. Have you seen that like edit of the Family Matters uh, opening credits where it's just Reginald Vell Johnson over and over again playing all the roles? That's pretty good. And, and like they they edit like a short bit of an episode, like maybe a minute and a half, to make it seem like he's just the only character. Like the whole show is just about its fucking multiplicity with Reginald Vell Johnson, and that's Family Matters. It's like that's Family Matters great. without family. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of want that actual show. It just matters. So. It just matters. Yeah, it just matters, man. It just matters. Man, I feel like JCVD probably shouldn't have invited uh, JDF to the green room of all places. I, like, I feel like that would amplify yeah, his powers. Yeah, that's where his, power, yeah, his powers are yeah. the greatest. Mm-hmm. No, I just really, really love that he set up this whole shitty, like, CW show plot right. of... Hey, mm-hmm, let's make mm-hmm. amends, and then ambushes yeah. him with his like entire crew, and then immediately backs down. And then it ended the only way a CW show plot could end. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
he has he had like a camera crew and everything, and it's it's fucking wild. But yeah, just fucking a, a fucking dumb action movie kind of legend tried to fucking corner the Green Ranger and beat the shit out of him, and it didn't work out so good apparently. Yeah. So that's the news. That was good news. Thank you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, thank you. I, I, I try. I thought, it, yeah, it was, it was interesting. I, yeah, I don't know, I don't know why sometimes, but I do. I, I learned something new about the actor of Guile today that I don't really like the whole sex no. thing, but right, you know, we'll see. Did we learn that? I feel like that we should. Spe- do we need to that fact check that? Yeah, maybe not we should. run off and and start claiming this is truth because you heard it on Teenage. I'm looking attitude. up Jean Claude Van Damme's sex dungeon I right now. I googled it a while ago, and all I got was Jean Claude Van Johnson um, trailers and like right. the original Val Johnson and Jean Claude mix. It's good mm. practical effects. I'll I mean, give I'm it that. I'm not saying it happened. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a seed of doubt in my mind, right? For the the talented actor who played Guile. I'm pretty sure Jean Claude Van Damme is not the nicest person. Uh, yeah, let's see. He did do the splits between two Slam. moving trucks once? And that was nice. That is, that is the, true. It, it's not listed in his uh, Wikipedia page at all. His only con- like big controversy here. Is uh, Van Damme, along with other celebrities including Hilary Swank, Vanessa May, and Seal, attracted criticism from human rights groups for attending an event in Russia, federal subject Chechnya's capital Grozny, on the 35th birthday of Chechen President Ramzan Kadyrov on November, October 5th. Human rights groups who had urged celebrities to cancel their appearances because of abuses carried out under Kadyrov criticized the celebrities for attending the event. So that's, I mean, that's not great. That's not good. Did he have, like, an inflatable sex yeah. engine at the party? It doesn't. It doesn't say that. I mean, yeah. Hold on. Inflatable. I was gonna say. By the way, do not yeah, get inflatable like, sex on this. Just for like the last. one day. Yeah. Yeah. It's just for like the you know the afternoon or however right. long the party you know the know, party starts like at three till question mark. Yeah. Suffocation yeah. can be. A I mean, thing that might involve. Yeah, that might be feature. part of the appeal. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really. hard to control um, when your entire dungeon has collapsed on you. Like listen, that's, it's well, sometimes it's about letting go of control. Joel, listen, converting a bouncy castle into a sex dungeon sounds like a great idea, and then one asshole who's into knife play ruins it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of autoerotic asphyxiation, mm-hmm. let's talk about a friend in need, part one, and then we'll talk about Power Rangers. Yes. <laughs> so. One thing that I like to do is try and make note of when the opening credits to Power Rangers changes. And they haven't yet, which is weird. <laughs> they have, actually. Yeah. They kind of have, They're except it's one tiny little change that kind of doesn't matter. It's just when the logo for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers shows up in the big like lightning explosion at the end of the opening credits, we get a little Saban logo in the upper left mm. that wasn't there before. They still haven't put Rita back into the opening credits. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Way back since when she was deposed originally, has she been missing that entire time? She's missing a while. She yeah. I mean, she's been back a while now though too. Yeah. Yeah, but she still hasn't been in the the credits for season yeah. two, and is not at least at this point in the credits for season three. I'm sure she will be when we get to like yeah we get past a friend yeah. in need and we get to the actual fucking. So season. was probably like, look, we changed the credits like three times during season two. We cannot afford to keep changing these credits. We'll yeah. wait. We'll wait till there's actually a change in the show. <laughs> we will edit in our logo, though. Yes. That branding is important. We have a new Very Saban important. logo. Yeah, branding's important. Branding's a special case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we open on a bad CGI meatball. We, I was oh, going yeah. to say, we open on a fucking mystery science theater in the interstitial. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we open on the 1990s finest attempt to computer generate a uh, brain or a testicle. I can't tell which. 
It's a high res photograph of a cocoa puff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one of the ones, one of the ones that's enhanced for size on the box or for uh, texture on the box. Guys, just just like color correct some photographs of the Earth. Like that'd be way better. Y'all, y'all are knocking this, but this was the very first image I saw at the meeting where I did invest in my timeshare on Edenoy. Right, and uh-huh. I was, <laughs> it got me. Like I was in. Well, well, let me ask you, is that what it actually looks like? Or is that like a, you know, representation? Yeah, more or less. It's a giant meatball. High-res Cocoa Puff. Well, sure, but I mean, d- could, could like, does it look like bad CGI from, like, Orbit? I, I, I didn't really see from Orbit. We're kind of moved to Enoi via a windowless van. Uh, I don't know about Orbit. Uh, you oh. know, I'll say, on the ground, it kind of, oh. you know, meatballs, Cocoa Puffs, is, is comes to mind. So, so if, it's, if it's a meatball... Uh, like, is this poisonous gas that they're mining from the ground? Is that like just like grease fumes? No, like, no, what's no, going that, on? That's it's just farts. <laughs> it's just farts. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say that's the. Uh, doesn't matter. No, he did the better joke. <laughs> we, <laughs> we cut away from the fucking cursed meatball, and we're on Tatooine, filtered red, mm-hmm. and a bunch of people in like gas masks are digging at the ground. So this, yeah. They watched Star Wars before they started working on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this, folks, this is footage uh, from Common Rider Black DX is the thing. That is the series they used to make Mast Rider from. Mm-hmm. It is It is not uh, one of the main seasons of Common Rider. It is one of those uh, follow-up seasons where they revisit a previous Common Rider. So already a bad move. Yeah, kind of, well, yeah, so, so like, Comrade or Amazons is a thing right now, like, they brought back a, an older season, and, you know, th- right. this was basically that. It was Comrade or Black, and, just, and they brought it back with Comrade or Black DX, which is what we're seeing here. Just wait a few months to launch the American Comrade Rider when you can start fresh. When you'll have footage that, like, you can use to introduce the concept of Comrade Rider. Uh, why would you bother with that? Yeah. Anyway. Was it on an alien planet, or is all the color correction done by Saban? I think the... I I don't know, but here's the thing: people in these in this footage will occasionally like you'll get a shot of them, and they'll have like weird like uh, antennas on their heads. Mm-hmm. And I think the implication is that this is an alien planet. Oh and, really? Like, I hadn't gathered. Yeah, that. <laughs> and I think that you know, no. I but here's the thing: Common Rider, Common Rider isn't usually aliens, but the thing right. is, there's not a set thing that causes a Common Rider to happen. Right. It's just whatever. Sometimes it's yeah. Sometimes it's sci-fi. Sometimes it's magic. Common Rider, more like Calvin Ball Rider. I am fucking on Basically, fire this morning. I mean, the last three have been <laughs> in order: ghosts, video games, and yeah. a chemist. So, and like the only one I've seen is like space question mark. Yeah, space. Uh, one of them's fruit. It's like, oh, our our school janitor's <laughs> closet has a secret portal to the moon, and we can steal secret technology to turn into a superhero. Why not? Yeah. One of them is is themed about cars, and so they drive a car instead of a motorcycle, which sure. I would think is basically the main defining thing of a common rider. But whatever. I mean, it's right in the name. Yeah, a, a called common driver. I mean, you say that, <laughs> but they gave they gave Ghost Rider a car, car, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, has has but, common rider ever been on a horse? Oh man, Wait, possibly. How would, how would Ghost Rider drive a car? He can only manipulate letters in signs and stuff. Rider. Oh oh. It gets me every time. I never know what anyone's talking about when they bring up the PBS show Ghost Writer. But the thing is, like, the source of uh, the Common Writer's powers usually has very little to do with the actual, like, theming of the show. Like, the the car-themed Common Writer is actually, like, a procedural police 
show, and but the murders they solved are by like robots that can manipulate time. Oh, so Fringe, got it. Yeah, uh, Comrade Ghost had this sort of like weird hip hop theming to the whole thing. And Kamen Rider X-Aid, which is the, the, the video games one, everybody's doctors, and they're mm. fighting, like, viruses that are both viruses and viruses. Do you get it? Oh, sure, right. Mm. Um, no. You know, like uh, that kind of stuff. Hold, hold on. I don't, I don't know what the deal with Kamen Rider viruses Black is, but... Viruses? Yeah, yeah. Where does Cyrus the virus, the bad guy from, uh, the, uh, fuck, Con the, Air? the movie of Ruin, Con Air, thank you. I can't think of the movie Con Air. <laughs> God, I sound drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> a little bit. But anyway, so we're on this alien planet, and we effectively meet some old man who never gets named. Uh, and we meet who is going to be the star of Masked Rider, uh, mm. a character by the name of Dex. And we may as well get this out of the way right now, because this is the first time we hear this voice. <laughs> this guy, this guy can't act. It's so bad. Look, Lexian, another of Dragon's plague sentries. I like to pull his horns off. <laughs> the fools! The poisonous gases they dig up only hasten the destruction of their planets. You will get your chance someday, Dex. Dragon will be pleased. They just had some guy off the street come in and read some stuff off the script, took the first take and was like, okay, this is good. When I first heard this guy, I thought he was like an extra and that he was not going to show up again. And then, no, he's a star. <laughs> uh, I will say, yeah. I just looked up the plot of Common Rider Black, and it sounds like someone, two brothers get kidnapped by a cult and given involuntary cyborg surgeries to become their new leader. And instead, they become Common Riders. Oops. Sounds good. Awesome. Fuck that one up, cult. So apparently the cyborg like surgeries did not include some sort of like brain control thing to make them go along with the whole See that's mm. why they messed up. That's where it's a common mistake. Common mistake. And yeah. seeing people with cyborg stuff is to forget to put the chip in. And then you just you just you just lose. Right, because then you've just created super powerful people who probably don't like mm-hmm. you very much. Yeah, uh, it, no, yeah. it actually sounds like only one brother escaped, and the other brother got brainwashed, and then well, they have course. to fight each other. I mean, like, cults get by without chips in the head all the time. Like, they probably thought, you know, we got this, we're a cult. Like, what are we going to yeah. put a chip in their head? Come on, this is what we do, we're a cult. Also, uh, like, I think it's Com- Common Rider Black RX, that's what I'm seeing here, at least. Unless is it it's, RX? And maybe there's also a DX? Maybe. Well, DX DX was the Game Boy Color exclusive version, uh, right? Oh, yeah, the RX ran from '88 to '89, so unless they were going way back, it's probably there's probably another one. Sonic Adventure DX. You got I'm it. Be thinking of Sonic Adventure DX. <laughs> Never too far from the mind. No, I, no, it looks like there's a DX also. I think there's a DX. I don't know. I can't tell. Does RX follow one brother? DX follows the other. There the, you go. The, the point That's is. My pitch. The point is. God. The point is, so we this, this dude with this horns. Say what? <laughs> Listen, we're like sixty seconds into this episode. Yeah, this fault is so some monster. I'm trying to fix that. So some monster <laughs> with horns up. rides up on a horse, and just talking about like, ah, ha, 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 these people we've enslaved are digging these mines <laughs> in the in the ground, and they're going to release all the noxious gas that fills their planet, and it will destroy them. <laughs> I just want to, like, I know we're, I know we're going long here, but this is actually relevant to what we're discussing. Um, I just want to reflect on we're opening the like first episode of this season. Everyone's hot off the movie, um, and what they chose to show kids was some really like boring incidental dialogue from what feels like the middle of an episode of some other show with right. 
the dullest looking graphics possible and some weird costumes that don't fit like what you expect from Power Rangers at all. I think on some level, because of how big Kamen Rider is in Japan, they really wanted to go all in with like their version of it. So this, so this gets a treatment that like VR Troopers and Big Bad Beetleborgs yeah. didn't get. This gets to be the Power Rangers spinoff. Well, I, I think you're right. They had a lot of like good buzz around Power Rangers. It was blowing up like even more than it had been before. And instead of just like continuing to make good Power Rangers, they said, "Let's try and you know go double or nothing. Use all this goodwill to like get a bunch of eyeballs on a backdoor pilot for another similar show, and then we get double the money." Right, no, I understand the yeah, impetus behind... We get behind... two monies, Joel. No, I understand the impetus behind doing it. <laughs> two I'm whole monies? The execution that they chose was possibly the worst foot they could have put forward. Well, yeah, Saban's bad at everything. Yeah, it, it doesn't help that, like, again, this this actor is cannot carry a show. He can't carry a backdoor pilot, let alone a show. Delivery of the lines is terrible, but the lines themselves are not good. The... Like, there's no setup to any of this. They, like, just dropped us in the middle of this plot, and it's not an interesting enough plot for us to say, ooh, I want to know more yeah. about what's happening here. And we, we should point yeah. out that, like, right now, we have no bearing or idea that there is a, a common writer. If the kids knew what that was at the time in America, the kids of America, children of America, if they even knew yeah. what a common writer was, mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's none in this opening scene. It's just a no, bunch of no, no. people digging for farts, and there's a guy <laughs> on a horse... Yeah, yeah, it doesn't show us some cool new hero showing on the showing up on the scene. And we're like, ooh, I wonder who that is, and then they cut away, leaving us wanting more. They botch it as bad as they can botch yeah, it. Right? I will say, I'm I've looked up more info on Common Rider RX. That guy from the first Common Rider Black defeats his brother, destroys the cult, but then there's like an alien empire that shows up, and he gets thrown into space, and his like henchin belt gets mutated by the sun's radiation, so he can become Common Rider Black RX. Oh God, shit. haven't we all been there? Right, and he gets like, I think he gets stranded on like an alien planet or something and has to like, you know, battle this empire across the galaxy while defending Earth. Okay, that explains it. That sounds really cool, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But but there is the problem with like, again, this writing and this delivery and the fact that nothing's really explained. And also just, we have been away from pretty excessive use of. Uh, tokusatsu footage for a while now. Yeah, it's true. They've had to do a lot of original shit. Yeah, but with this episode, we get a lot of footage, uh, especially of the villains, r- really just the villains, uh, by and large, Yeah, from this Comrider series that is older than any of the footage we've been using up until this point, not by a ton. Ooh, the good, good grain on that film. It looks like a ton. I feel like there was a big <laughs> uptick in visual quality shortly after, like, Zhu uh, Ranger, yeah. Yeah, it's just, this stuff does not look, it doesn't look great. None of it does. I have to say that my favorite parts of the episode, despite the uh, footage looking positively ancient, uh, were Mm. the uh, Lord uh, Dragon parts. With his crews on the bridge, just kind of being costumed funny people. Right, yeah, it's the most interestingly, like, set bits that they have. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, the ship looks... Wicked when we get to it later, but I, I will say like when we get to Zio, it's gonna feel like that again, where it's like, whoa, how is this footage is really uh, different quality than the normal footage? Because again, they start using more Sentai footage, right? Zio because they have new suits and everything. So yeah, prepare to have that shock again. Yep. Oh boy. So <laughs> we we cut from this weird alien planet. 
uh, to Alpha's the command down center. down in the dumps. Oh, Alpha's sad. He's literally got his hands on his day. head and is shaking back and forth, like... No dogs allowed. <laughs> oh, aye, aye, aye. It's like the beginning of, like, a bit in Sesame Street where they try to teach kids to talk about their feelings. Yes, absolutely. Because it's, it's, it's Zorda, like... Alpha, what is troubling you so? How can I be of any help if you'll not tell me what the problem is? Zordon, I'm afraid no one can help. There is only one way to find out. Please tell me, Alpha, what has happened? Oh, you couldn't help me anyway, Zordon. (laughs) See, you got PBS from it. I got Zordon being a dick to Alpha, where he's just been constantly saying that to Alpha the entire time (laughs) and not giving Alpha a chance to actually say anything. Yeah, it was like all day. It's been like, he pesters him about it. He's like, no, it's nothing. Like five minutes later. Alpha, for real, something seems weird. If Alpha's just going to sit in front of him and sulk and be like, oh, nothing, you wouldn't care anyway. Does he have anywhere else to go? Yeah, yeah I think there is. I was about to say, like, there's nowhere else to go, but I think there is explicitly other rooms. At no, least, Alpha like- has a room in the command center, I'm pretty sure. Is it yeah. private? Is it private from Zordon? I mean, he must keep that teddy bear somewhere. I don't think Zordon can leave the tube. Oh. I didn't know Alpha has private space. Okay, yeah, I guess if he's just sort of like slowly walking around doing his command yeah. center chores and full view loudly. of... I mean, what is Zordon's room? Well, there was a place where they made the White Ranger, which was different than this. I don't right. know. Oh, yeah, that's Zordon's workshop. Alpha is not allowed there without Zordon's express permission. <laughs> he has to knock on the door. Can I- <laughs> but so Zordon does finally get Alpha to open up a bit. You see, I was monitoring the galactic scanner when I picked up a distress signal from the planet Edenoi. Your home planet? No wonder that disturbs you, Alpha. I'm well aware your memory banks contain many fond memories of Edenoi. Now, hold on a second. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> the I deep was under lore. the express... In, dis, uh... Wow, words have failed me. Um, I right? was under... See, it's spreading. <laughs> I was under the impression that Zordon built Alpha. I sure, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. <laughs> in fact, there nope. are there are the remains of the his previous Alpha somewhere in this command center. We yeah. see it at some point. A box full of Alpha Four parts. I haven't yep. like I haven't like uh, finished this three parter. No, but me Also, does it ever explain why why he's even with Zordon at this point? Then, if he's from Edenoi, like how did they meet up? Okay, I, I, here is Alpha Five's character history on Ranger Wiki, which we all know. Is a source of lies and hearsay, but, you know, it's all we have. Alpha was a fully sentient, multifunctional automaton built by King Lexian on the planet Ednoi thousands of years ago. And checks out. Yep. His memory banks contain many fond memories of that planet, what he describes in this scene. But we never see those memories, so we don't know what his childhood was like there. From what I've seen of the planet, probably not pleasant. Probably bad. Probably digging up farts. That was a thousand years ago. A lot could happen in a thousand years. However, it is mentioned by Alpha that he was assembled by the king and was raised by him. He is the second Alpha automaton to be in the service of Zordon, succeeding Alpha 4. By the king? Presumed to also have been built by the Edenite king. Is the king so like I, Anakin who made C-3PO? Just made, he just yeah. made Alpha 5? Well, we also made <laughs> Alpha 4. Okay. So I guess Zordon just commissions the king of Edenoi to make him robots. <laughs> so who makes Alpha 6? Oh, uh, I hmm. thought Zordon did. I don't is think this... the Edenoi King comes back. Alpha 5 makes Alpha 6. Oh, Zordon's finally... Does Alpha 5 <laughs> makes Alpha 6? Is that how I'm it goes? I'm looking it up. Just... 
He's building a child. Boy, there's a there's some things to unpack with that concept. Oh, boy. Alpha 6 was activated after Zordon and Alpha 5 left Earth for the planet Altar. He took the place of advisor. Well, that's it doesn't actually explain it. He's just there. And they turn him on. <laughs> so that was so Zordon didn't expect Alpha 5 to last. So he ordered a backup Alpha. Yeah. Right. If if King Lexian built 4 and 5, I think with uh, in the absence of other evidence, I think we need to extrapolate that he has built all the other alpha units before and since. What if right. Dex makes Alpha Six? I prefer I prefer to think that Alpha Six and how much he sucks in Turbo is evidence that somebody tried to create an alpha off of the King Whatever's designs, but didn't really nail it. Yeah, Zordon Dex built it. I think Dex built it. Master Rider built Alpha Six. That's why he sucks. That checks no, see, out. I, it, my thinking is that. Zordon got Alpha 4, and then he broke him, and the king was like, wow, dick, you killed my <laughs> robot son, and you want another one? Fine. Here's Alpha 5, and you know what? I have another. Here, here's another one for when you break this one, too, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Just an it's Alpha 6 up. left over. I like to think of it as in, like, uh, you know, the king has provided, like, his, <laughs> he's created Alpha 5, his Mega Man X, like, this big leap in technology right. for robots. Yeah, yeah. But then and Alpha 6 is, like, his axle. <laughs> his alpha. I was thinking Alpha Six was Zordon playing the Doctor <laughs> Wily, thinking I'll oh, I show see. you. That's <laughs> I like how Alpha like acts like this king was like his father figure to him. And the way you're describing it, Luke, it's like he was like, "Here you go, Zordon, whatever." He's like, "Oh, bye, father. I love you." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, get out of here." Fucking, he's broken <laughs> so I just like the implication that the only thing that saved Alpha Five from just getting busted by this irresponsible wizard man was that the wizard got stuck in a time warp and couldn't fit like physically interact with him. <laughs> oh, so no. Alpha Four. That this is when right. Zordon was still had he had physical form, and he right. just got he just like pushed this robot around. I don't like to think about right because Alpha <sighs> Five was a, was with Zordon when he got trapped. Like he's been taking care of him this whole time. Right. It's the only thing that's kept Alpha Five alive so long is that Zordon's. Yeah. Yeah, he's locked Stuck away. Where he can't too. hurt Alpha. Right. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. fucked up. I don't like this. Power Rangers lore is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they didn't put any thought into it and just make it up as they go. I'm looking up Command bit, yeah. Center blueprints, and people have a lot of takes on this. <laughs> oh, God. Zordon Mountain? Uh, what? We, it's, okay, it's, we, need, we, need to, we, we need to step we away. We need to keep moving. <laughs> so basically, Zordon tells Alpha 5, Ednoi is very far away. For now, all we can do is continue to monitor and hope for more information. Oh, Zordon, I just know deep in my circuits that something is terribly wrong. And then... We cut to a flying space spider well, of some kind. Zordon's it's words. Awesome. Zordon's words are it's really far away. We can't do anything. Let's just keep looking at it. Yeah. Let's just keep watching as your home crumbles. It would take so long to get there that we probably shouldn't start yet. It would take like a whole 45 minutes. <laughs> it's like it's not even that in this in right. the show. No, no, I know. How yeah. <laughs> far are you going to pay for gas? I didn't think so. <laughs> Guess we're just gonna watch your home die. <laughs> Can we please talk about this terrifying space spider? Yeah, I guess. please proceed. I love it. Okay, there's a terrifying space spider. All right, and it is on. the it is the <laughs> flagship of the evil Count Dragon, who is the villain of Master Rider. It's like Dragon, but with an E and seven A. Yeah. yeah. Behold, the Lord of Evil, Count Dragon, is on the bridge. What have you to report? The attack is proceeding as expected, according to the plan, Count Dragon. Your brilliant plan! And one of the planet, Highness. Destroy it. And he is... He and his cronies actually look really fucking cool. They are pretty That's cool. Like Destro. 
Like a gold Destro. Yeah, he's, he's a golden. He's a golden Destro. Yeah, yeah. And they're just talking about like, okay, Master, like we're gonna fucking obliterate Edenoi, and he's like, that's that sounds cool, y'all. All right, I'm gonna stare menacing at the menacingly at the front of the ship, and we're gonna cut away. Bye. Yep. And we cut to the Jim and Juice Bar, and Kimberly's sick. Kimberly is sick today. Kimberly's got a character. tummy ache. She's the best character, so it sucks Kimberly that she's is not sick today. She can't, she can't come out to Ranger Point. <laughs> Hi, Kim. How you feeling today? Awful. Hold on a second, okay? I still have a temperature. I hate having the flu. Look, just rest and drink plenty of liquids. You know the drill. I'll check with you later. Okay. Say hi to the guys for me, alright? Will do. Feel better. Bye. Bye. So, honestly, like, okay, so Kim being sick is a bummer. Uh, although I, I did watch some of part two, and it, it she's she's not just out for the whole three-parter. Like, she'll, she'll do right. stuff. It was, I think it was marooning her on Earth. Yeah, to leave her on Earth so somebody could deal with the Zed and Rita stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is exactly what it is. But what's more pressing to me is Aisha is calling Kimberly from the Jim and Juice Bar using Ernie's phone, <laughs> and Ernie's phone... Ernie's phone is the best! It's fucking... It's fucking Nintendo 64 controller <laughs> see-through. It's fucking wild, that is, awesome. that is specifically mid-to-late 90s, like, design as hell. Like... Oh, yeah. Because there, there was a release of Game Boys that were like that, too. Like, there was just a period of time in which see-through electronic shell... Like, electronics with see-through shells was just a big thing. And God willing, we'll reach those days again. Hey, kids, don't you want to see all these fucking microchips? Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it is awesome. Yeah, it is. is. As somebody who went to school for electrical engineering, I fucking loved that shit. All that processing power. Yeah. Someone, someone either made them or made a mock-up of, like, Joy-Cons that look like that, and it looks so cool. I want, like, a computer case that just has, like, an 8x8 grid of LEDs that just blink every time a bit gets flipped. Ooh. Oh, you can get that if you want to. <laughs> I'm sure you could, and it would just be the, wor- oh, yeah, no, be the worst be, thing. It would be horrible. <laughs> yeah, it would actually be bad. I don't actually want that. So what you, what you can get that's kind of like that, that's cool, is um, they'll make motherboards that output codes for, like, s- states. That sure. They, like those modify like at a Florida. rate that is human, like intelligible. Right. Sure. The thing about the scene that I really like is that Kimberly is incredibly on that brand, where like everything is pink. Like her tissue box pink, her pillows are pink, her pajamas are pink, her blankets pink. Emily, and her she pink. has been the pink ranger for like three years at this point. I know, she is but cursed. I love it. She's Listen, no longer able to purchase things that aren't pink. I just respect. Right. Her, that her willingness to stay on brand. Yeah, like, you know you got Adam over here with a purple shirt. I'm I'm saying it's not willingness. Like purple shirt. It is impetus. I don't know. Like I'm just saying, like it's a compulsion. It's an obsession. Every time I do a hard emote, it's it's green, and it's the same reason she is everything pink. Yeah, but your entire <laughs> like, room yeah. isn't green, is it? I, if it would be, if I could afford that. <laughs> so what I like about this scene is I just has a new hairdo, and it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I do like that Amy Jo Johnson establishes that even when her character is bedridden, she's still the best actress on the show. Right. Yes. <laughs> jo- she's basically the only actress on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of martial artists, some other teens, and an yeah, actress. There's, there's some stunt guys, a couple <laughs> teenagers, and a decent actor. And an underpaid yep. ADR crew. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so Aisha goes over to talk to Adam at a table, and in the background we see Tommy and Rocky sparring and doing martial arts stuff, and 
boy, y'all, I actually kind of miss just seeing Rangers doing martial arts for no reason. Gets me yeah. thirsty for juice. Um, me and Michael mm. watched this with uh, Cassandra, and sh- I think she described it as a warm blanket. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's just and it's just it's just a place of comfort seeing those kids uh, do martial arts in the juice I, bar. I, I watched this on yeah. mute with subtitles. Did they uh, have the the slow like version of the theme? It was like do 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 do. I well, think so. Good. Maybe. Yeah, that's 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 the important part to me, honestly. So basically, uh, Aisha is telling everybody about how, like, yeah, Kim's sick, you know, exposition. She's not feeling good. Billy walks in. It's like, hey, everybody. Uh, so I, I, you know, I upgraded the communicators, which considering what happened in the last episode of season two, <laughs> like, I, I, I would imagine that thing where, like, he walks up to everybody's like, hey, everybody, listen, listen. <laughs> I know what the evil me tried to do. But for real, though, I actually do need to upgrade the communicators. Right. <laughs> yeah, so the scene I want to see is him saying, hey, guys, so I upgraded your communicators, and everyone just stops and s- turns and stares at him. Right. He's like, <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 guys, I swear, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Super chill this time. Okay, so this bothers me a whole lot. So Billy starts sounding like, you know, I, I was testing, and I talked to Alpha, and Alpha seems sad, which is weird because he's a robot, which, and robots you, don't Billy. show emotions. <laughs> yeah. Like, if there's one thing that actually has been established besi- about Alpha 5, besides the fact that he's a robot, it's that he is a very emotional being. At least Aisha stands up for him. Yeah, Aisha's kind of the only one who stands up for Alpha. He's like, hey, he's more than a robot. He's our friend. Eh. We should go see what he's bummed our about. Our robot eh. friend. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Stop no, the track there. What I, happened? I just don't, I don't know why the conversation suddenly tied there. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> that volleyball just hit the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Um, so, you want to serve, Mike? Uh, yeah, actually. So we, we cut back to space and we see the space spider uh, fucking shooting at a planet and blowing it up real good. And... Then we cut to the moon. Where Lord Zed feel, hears a bunch of voices crying out in anger and then suddenly silenced. Of all the rat luck, why him? Zeddy boy, you're slipping! The Power Rangers are down there on Earth, not up in space! Oh, who cares about them? That giant pain in the mask, Count Dragon, has reared his ugly head again! He and his spider face are blasting some planet to rubble out in the Andromeda Sector! Curses! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we kind of see a planet get blowed up. That's a little wild. Uh, but Zed, like, he he's looking through his visions like, Oh, God damn it! why is he here? And I love this Rita's scene. like, hey, asshole, the rangers are on the planet's surface. Why are you looking over there? So Zed apparently really fucking hates... Lord, uh, like, Count, Count Dragon. Dragon. Right. His old prep school nemesis. Yeah, exactly. They go way back, it seems. This scene <laughs> feels to me like like Zed is, like, the sitcom husband, and she's, like, the wife, and he's looking at the neighbor's yard and being like, oh, you just got yes. a new lawn ornament. <laughs> Hold on, yeah. I need to I pause everything. I'm, I'm watching this ship blast this planet, and Mike's mm. been calling this a spider, but the way that mouth opens looks distinctly dolphin-like. It's dolphin yeah. spider. So it's a dolphin spider. It's a dolphin, dolphin spider, spider. You know. Exactly. To be fair, Black Rachnia's Transmetal 2 form in Beast Wars Season 3 is kind of like that. Dolphin Spider? Mm. I'm into Boy. it. Boy. 
Nope. There, <laughs> okay. there goes that volleyball again. But yeah, like it, it's it's just like it's literally like Zed's like the like like looking over at the neighbor's yard and being like, oh, I fucking hate that asshole. And we just be like, yeah. I'm like Kirby's nice. He gave me. He said he liked yeah. the lasagna. And he's like, nah, I fucking. Goddamn, always showing off his his new mo- lawnmower, dick. <laughs> he keeps blowing up planets, and we can't even conquer one. Right, <laughs> that's a fair point. I do like what this says about the respective personalities. Because like, he's the evilest dude ever. He's fucking awesome, and so it's like he's the evilest dude ever. I hate him because I want to be the evilest dude ever. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, uh, Rita, I guess, tries to to cheer him up. He's like, "Take a chill pill, Eddie, and listen to me." Finster's working on a wonderfully nasty monster that's gonna blow Earth out of the sky! The Power Rangers will never be able to defeat this new monster! Since when have any of Finster's monsters been able to walk and chew gum at the same time? Zeddy, baby, trust me! This time there's no way out for the Power Rangers! <laughs> Deja vu. And immediately, I'm just like, oh my god, Finster's working on a monster again. Yeah. Hell yeah, let's go! It's like they she had to find him somewhere in the moon base and she was like, I need a monster, Finster. And he steps out of shadow and goes, I haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I um I do like how like Zed is sitting on his throne pouting and Rita like kneels down next to the throne, like not deferentially, but just so that she can like get up close and be like, Come on, yeah. buddy. It's actually all right. Cute. It's, they love Come each other. on, Zeddy. Mom. Cheer up. Zed's we'll make a monster. Sad. We'll attack the Earth. It'll be great. Zed's Just like old a times. Bad day. <laughs> no Zed's no. allowed. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a sad episode. Everybody's bummed. I would really love seeing enough. old Zeddy walking around doing like the sad Charlie Brown uh, walk yeah. hearing Ron Wasserman's take on some Vince Guaraldi. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> No dogs allowed. <laughs> God, so this this episode's just everybody being sick and miserable, I guess. Yeah, that's fitting because that's how this episode made me feel. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to the command center, and Alpha has off screen given everybody the lowdown. Yeah, I super appreciate that it was off screen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but don't worry. There's still more exposition. Don't don't. Oh, yeah. they just you know take care of that. The biggest the biggest piece of exposition that kind of broke my brain in half. Uh, Zordon tries to explain to the Rangers where Edenoy yeah, is. Yeah, right. no, yeah. Let's talk about this. Oh my god, I like. Okay. I freaked out of this line. Listen, there is not a single part of this line that makes sense. Yeah. He it's says, so Edenoy is located in the northernmost corner of the galaxy. Okay, stop. <laughs> okay, hold on. No, I can't. I can't. We can't stop. This is this is bad exposition country. We have to keep going. <laughs> Edenoy is located in the northernmost corner of the galaxy in the constellation Andromeda. Oh my god. Okay, stop again. <laughs> it's so wrong. It's not like northernmost. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Go, somebody want to break this down? Because fuck. Well, there's no north in space. Let's just, you know. <laughs> okay. And there's like, and isn't there like a galactic north? Space yeah, north? yeah, you know, the galactic magnetic poles. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess yeah, you could you- say north. Yeah, like, you could. Uh, I'm I'm just going to Google this. Is there a north in space? I mean, it's the, That's- it's the direction of the, like, positive pole of the planet's magnetic field. Like, that. 
Galactic? Every, literally everything in space has to be referenced from an established like reference point because there are no. Maybe there's a giant magnet planet in the middle of space that. Everybody right, like you, you could in. like establish those terms and say like, oh, it's north with respect to some even bigger thing, but mm. that's not like even even you can't then, just throw that out. Luke, even then, you need to establish what north from a thing means because every direction there's no like. You need at least two points to reference off of because maybe well, Zordon it's a three-dimensional has... uh, area. Right, like I could go off from Earth in any direction and call that north, and nobody can argue with me. There's right. no one else out there in space to argue with you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe Zordon has just in, in created... space. No one can hear you make arbitrary <laughs> declarations about where north is. <laughs> um, uh, maybe Zordon has just created some kind of cockamamie kind of mapping system that he's been teaching right. the Rangers. And if, they're if just, the camera had panned just to the right, you'd see there was a, gl- a star map where he just wrote a, <laughs> a, scribbled a compass rose in the corner. There's like no. <laughs> okay, the first thing no you need to know is space this, is a plane. Okay. No, I'm just I mean, gonna say that Zordon is a flat spacer. Flat spacer. Sure. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and the Rangers, they don't know any better. They're just in high school. I don't know. They spend all their time fighting monsters. Training in their martial arts. Yeah. Billy should probably know better. Yeah, I was gonna say Billy, Billy should know better. Should have called him on that so, one. So, so on top of the North bit, he says it's in the constellation Andromeda, and there's two problems there. One, you can't like a constellation is not a physical space, right? And two, Andromeda is a separate galaxy. Yeah. So, not a, n- not none, a of this, none of this works. He just threw a bunch of space words together. Well, no, there's an, an Andromeda constellation, right? But a, right, but well, right, but a constellation is specifically relative to how we see the stars from Earth. Right. It's not like like those they're, those they're stars could be cluster. so far apart from one another. Mm. But yeah, no, I mean there is yeah. an Andromeda constellation in addition to the Andromeda galaxy. Okay. Are there yeah. two separate know, things? So it's one of the yeah. it's one of the composite stars that makes up what we call the constellation Andromeda. We're not sure which right. one, so we're just going to ping pong you between them until you find it. Right. Yep. Yeah. But so Zordon gives a bullshit well, no, direction. You, you know to which this. one? It's the north one. Oh right, yeah. right. My bad. Yeah, there's actually like <laughs> about ten minutes of footage cut out of the middle of this episode where they're blasting different planets, and Zordon is like, "Oh no, wrong. Wait, no. Let me try again." And they're just sort of ping ponging around pinballing between different planets, trying to check it out. I thought you were going to say there were like God 10 damn minutes. damn it, Tommy, I said second star to the right and straight on till morning. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say there was like 10 minutes cut from this episode of him giving detailed like uh, galactic coordinates for this place oh, and explaining God, yes. how Let navigation works in space. For you, Rangers. And they're like, alright, no, you know what, fuck it, it's in the north part. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is Zordon gives this bullshit location and then Adam is the one who has to ask, well, like, who lives there? And Zordon explains that the Edenites are a peaceful people. And, you know, when whenever someone in a sci-fi story is a peaceful people, that means they're fucked. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, that's not untrue of, you know, actual history either. I, I was, yeah, was going to say, hey, but what about the Ewoks? And then I remember they're not a peaceful people. No, <laughs> no, no they're, 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 they're vicious. They're a plushy people. They try to eat, like. Characters, to, yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> and they worship C3PO as their god. Yeah, they are happens. not intelligent oh, beings. No, they're just cute looking. They're not peaceful at all. It's fucked up. It, they they do good. God damn, that, they like, have there's no there's, there's no team name because I was trying to say like they try to eat the 
And there's no team name for that team, so I was like, characters. Like, Skywalker, Skywalker, Skywalker yeah. Solos. Yeah. The Skywalker Squad. Skywalker Squad. <laughs> team Avatar. I mean, Team Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, basically, the Zordon tries to explain them, like, like listen, Two guys, majors. a girl, and a repair droid. <laughs> <laughs> and another droid, and a Wookiee. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, like, 50 teddy bears. So <laughs> Definitely we, heard teddy bears. Yeah. <laughs> <God damn> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so, yeah, so baby. So the Rangers, the Rangers are like, "Hey, we should probably go help Alpha's friends." And Zordon's like, "That would be super fucking dangerous. When you're that far from the Earth, your powers won't work as good." Which that raises questions. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Is this is this a new component to the Ranger lore and yes, mythos? We never, we never heard I, it before. I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? mean, when they went to like the Lost Planet or wherever the fuck the the power transfer sword was. I don't think that was an issue at right. the time. Maybe that was in the Milky Way. Yeah, maybe that wasn't so far north. If it's yeah, yeah. you get so far north, yeah, and it starts messing up with your uh your power. Right, they're so close to the galactic right. magnetic pole that it interferes mm-hmm. with things. Right. Well also yeah. there's a whole season of them going through space and there's one about them going through the last galaxy, but maybe those are different powers. Those sources. are different powers. Like every yeah. every yeah, yeah, power right. ranger like but they're all powered by the morphing grid. Right, but different that parts of the morphing grid. Like, this is canonically yeah. stated that the sources of the different Power Ranger powers are not the same. Right. Oh Th- this uh, plane of the morphing grid doesn't do so good in space. Hmm. I guess. It's because it's all been concentrated on Angel Grove. You just well, got it, that Infinity it, Park. It's, it's tied to dinosaurs and thunder. So maybe that's why there's thunder in space. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there are dinosaurs in <laughs> so, space, though. They made a Doctor Who about it. True. Yeah. So the Rangers insist that, like, no, we need Did to go help our friend. We need to go there? to this. What? <laughs> Nothing. You know, there's a, there's a lot of candidates, Mitch. No one's quite sure. <laughs> Who? <laughs> that was a good. Joke. <laughs> that was good. So, anyway, this is Power Rangers because yeah. I really want to get through this. Uh-huh. So the Rangers are like, no, listen, Alpha's our friend. We're gonna go. We're gonna go help the E noise. Because, like, Alpha's dad is there, I guess. Okay, sure. We could just teleport back if we were needed. Yeah. I say we do it. For Alpha. Friendship is a powerful gift, Rangers. I commend you for your courage. And then Zordon's like, listen, I got a bad feeling about this. You're going to lose some of your powers. And also, Earth's not going to be protected, so that's kind of shit. So here's the thing. I'm going to let you go, but I want to be absolutely clear, Rangers. This is just a recon mission. Do not, do not, under any circumstances, get into a karate fight with a guy who looks like a grasshopper, okay? <laughs> all right? You, this is, you're just going there to investigate, and then you're going to come back. Okay, so that's right? oddly specific, but all right. <laughs> we'll avoid the grasshoppers. Yeah. <laughs> Rangers are traditionally known to be excellent at sneaking missions and recon. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they'll <laughs> Those are the things one. Rangers do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Zordon, we're ready. Will never fail to retrieve this day's events, Rangers. It gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling in all my circuits. Tommy, be prepared for anything upon your arrival. Okay. The selected coordinates will land you near the worst disturbances on Edenoi. Stand by to teleport. Alpha, enter the coordinates. Right. Entering coordinates now. Initiating teleportation sequence. Good luck, Rangers. All right, guys. Here goes. Power Rangers. Yeah, so in any case, uh, they morph, and they appear in a random field, because they had to teleport from a field instead of the command center for some reason. Well, they go right through the ceiling, Mike. 
they go through the ceiling all the time, Luke. <laughs> They've driven about... a car through the ceiling. <laughs> That's a well, good point. Yeah, there's a big tube. <laughs> well, okay, no, I, I can solve this. They, uh... They gotta, like, they don't teleport, they just sort of, like, zoom super fast in, like, those beams of light, so they gotta go to somewhere on Earth that's facing the way they're going. Right, north. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just <laughs> face north. Yeah, they're on the North Pole, which is why they're in the middle of, I don't know, a desert? Hey, Morphing Grid, man, it's crazy. Yeah, global warming is a fucking bitch, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the rangers, so Alpha's about to send the rangers off, and he's like, I will never forget this day, it will forever, this happy moment where you where you warmed my metal heart will be forever burned into my memory circuits. There's a whole lot of Alpha, <laughs> like, talking about, like, how he's feeling, like, he, Alpha has a lot of emotions right. in this episode. They, they and thought like, that he might care about how Alpha feels about things. Yeah, Bailey's like, chill well, out, Alpha, uh, you're a robot. You're our friend, yeah. but you're still a robot. Hey, hey, Alpha? Well, here's the thing, I think kids, you know generally speaking, did probably like Alpha 5 and probably would care about how he's feeling. My problem is, because he's a robot, they keep making him describe everything in terms of, like, right. his memory circuits. This and day will forever... I will never fail to retrieve this day from my memory banks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can never just say, I'll never forget this. He right. has to talk about it in terms of robot shit. Right, right, because we need to make it very clear that robots, no matter how human-like they become, are not human and should never be treated as such. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so the rangers teleport away, and then we cut to the moon, and they, Zed's just I like, want to point out oh, they God become d- like Crayola pencil crayons. Yeah, yeah it's I, a really scribbly version of their <laughs> teleport beams. I was a big fan of this effect. We're, do you think they were maybe trying to recreate the teleport effect from the movie, but oh, didn't maybe. have the budget? That's possible. Uh, I don't know. A- I really like it, though, because it's a very like stock, stock image from the Hubble telescope. Like so, it's kind of blurry and stuff because of the like resolution that's being dealt with, and then the like teleport beam effect is all scribbly looking. I don't know. There's just something lo-fi about it that I really love. So we do cut to the moon, and Zed is freaking out a bit because uh, you know he can't detect the Rangers anymore, and he's like, "Oh shit, the Rangers are gone." And Rita's like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, the Rangers are gone. The only person I can detect is Kimberly, and she's got some kind of human ailment." I you love know? that line. Yeah. And then, I like how they're so beneath, like, a fucking the flu or whatever. Right. Yeah. What I love about the scene is Golders is just like, hey, most of the rangers are gone, and the only one left is sick. This is a great time to attack. And Rita, with so all the good. sass in the world, <laughs> turns to Golders like, I can no longer detect them, except for Kimberly, who has some human ailment. Ah, uh, poor baby. The perfect time for an attack, my lord. What a brilliant idea. Now... Why didn't I think of that? Is he for real? And she just, like, without missing a beat, she turns back to Zed, points at Golden, and is like, is he for fucking real, though? (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Rita's the past. <laughs> Rita, Rita is just she has absolutely fucking had it with Goldar, Strong shade. and it's wonderful. I mean, they've had it with each other, really. And the feeling is mutual too, because this scene go continues. Where just zooms in, and the Kirby enthusiasm theme starts playing on Goldar's face. Right, because because Rita's Rita's like celebrating with Zed. She's like, "We must conquer Earth before Draken gets his eye on it. Can this monster of Finsters really deliver?" Of course, Eddie Boo. No one can put one over on us. Together, we're unbeatable. Unbeatable. I didn't mean you, Goldie Blocks. <laughs> Man, Goldar had such a better time during the movie. 
<laughs> Why can't Goldar just live in the movie? Yeah. Oh my He's got God. a weird face and a good friend. I love when she leaves, though. And <laughs> yeah, Zed's no, like, yeah, so then she goes to check on Finster. A weird face and a good friend. And Zed's just all wistful. He's like, uh, isn't she something, Goldar? And Goldar just snarls. <laughs> she's like, oh, she's something, all right. And I was like, God damn it, you're under brainwashing. It's so good. But yeah, so we cut from the moon to another part well, of the they, moon, yeah. which I don't think we like do all that often. Three or four yeah. seconds just showing him snarling. Yes, my lord! She's something, all right! <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's really, I think, good. maybe the, the epitome of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We've cut from the moon to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Rita goes to talk to Finster, and it's only for the behind-the-back shots for, for Rita and for when Finster's just the only one in the frame. But uh, at least according to that Den of Lies ranger wiki, mm. this is the last time we get, like, uh, this is the last time we get your ranger footage of Bandora. This is the last right. time. Right, yeah, mm. no, that makes sense, because, like, this is yeah. very, this is a scene they've reused a ton of times, because Rita's like, hey, where'd you get that monster? And Finster says, oh, I'm almost done with that, and you can see he's very clearly working on another pudgy pig. Yeah, pudgy pig box. He really seven. likes the pudgy pig, you guys. But I mean, Ranger I mean, Wiki yeah. said it, so I'm expecting Rita to come like driving the rad bug through a scene in a few episodes. I really, really like that. Like Finster apparently has this thing with the pudgy pig, where like whenever he's like feeling down or everything, he just makes another pudgy pig. Like that's his coping yeah, thing. That's just his guy. It's he his loves his son. Yeah. Also, I, uh, I was just gonna say I love the idea that like ten years from now, when we're still stuck doing this show. We're still going to be talking about what liars Ranger Wiki is because they got one detail about the rad bug wrong. <laughs> Listen, the red bug is so important. <laughs> Imagine if there's, a, there's an episode later on in season three that's them driving the rad bug while watching old footage of the G Ranger. Yeah. Pandora. <laughs> yeah, and then there's some Zed putties in the background because one of the other notes from Ranger Wiki. The Zed putties are driving that- it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, but one of the things they said is that uh, one of the shots uh, in this three-parter, I assume, I assume in part, I assume in part three when he like grows the monster because you got to grow a monster in the right, last right, part. Right. You got to grow a monster. And he's throwing the grenade. I assume the putties in the background of that shot are the are what they're talking about. I assume that's the last time we're going to see the Zed putties. It really bums me out because the Zed putties have been so fun as they desperately try to come up with good new like introductions. Yeah, no, the Zed putties have consistently <laughs> been my favorite part of like season two. The shot like where the camera just pans over to them in a human pyramid that then immediately collapses is maybe my favorite shot of this entire show. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> so we, we cut to space and these sidewalk chalk scribbles are moving through the stars. Mm. And they land on the giant meatball. Oh, man. They try to animate that thing rotating and moving, like, <laughs> three-dimensionally in space. And it looks so bad. Yeah. Why? Well, it's it's awful. The fact that it's rotating so fast is kind of, like, bad, too, isn't it? Like, Yeah. I mean, yeah, planets rotate at a decent speed, I would say. Not like that, But, yeah, it seems, it seems to be rotating a full day, like, every, I don't know, 20 seconds. Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> Uh, in any case, so before we properly get to Edenoy and talk about what happens there, why don't we go ahead and take a break? Because, okay. oh god, we're about to get to proper Mass Rider. Well, so you say proper. This is just some good, traditional, classic Mass Rider. The Mass Rider yeah. we know and love, that Kids of America fell in love with in the 1990s. It's on the tip of everyone's tongue. That endures to this day, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, we'll, we'll come back for that. Some hot uh, Masked Rider action 
We'll be right back. Hey, party people. Jeff Stormer here to talk to you about my podcast, Party of One. Every week on Party of One, I sit down with a guest one-on-one to play through a short, intense role-playing game to explore what happens when we play some of our favorite games, like Dungeons & Dragons, with only one other person, as well as to explore the world of fascinating role-playing games designed explicitly for two people. Episodes range from funny to scary to sad to occasionally sexy, so you'll probably find something you love. Check us out at soundcloud.com slash partyofonepodcast, and party on! So we end up on Edenoy, and the rangers are like, oh fuck, there's a ship firing at us. What the hell's going on? And Billy deduces, oh, that, that, that ship is trying to disrupt the surface, which... What does that mean? I don't know. Well, I mean, by firing lasers and blowing up the surface, that does disrupt it somewhat. Sure. Yeah, but it's like just... shooting a gun at someone it's... is trying to disrupt their surface, I guess. <laughs> it's just oddly specific. Yeah. So, uh, Man, fortunately, the effects of this ship being in the sky and firing on the surface is really bad. Yeah, it's not good. It's okay, but fortunately for the Rangers, they're not actually being like the ship's not actually trying to attack them. It's just kind of trying to blow up the ground, and I guess doesn't know that they're there. <laughs> so when it stops firing, they you know go to get some cover. And then they spy on repeated footage from the beginning of the episode I, of those people in gas masks mining. I I kind of love that the ship does not even know the rangers are there. They're not even firing at, say, Common Rider, the other hero who is present. They're just shooting the planet. They're just shooting right. it. Uh, um, it's uh, not uh, like... Uh, Mast Rider, he is, he is distinct. That is important. Uh, uh, so, so, so sorry, uh, Mast Rider TM is uh, present, but they don't even know or care about... This, they're just shooting the planet. We're not even getting like um like a Death Star kind of caliber hits on this planet. They're just right shooting it in bushes or you know weathering these hits. So I have a question, and maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention. But are the people who are enslaving the citizens of this planet to mine farts or whatever? <laughs> Different from the people who are currently firing on the planet. I'm not clear on that either. They, no, they're, they're, they are. It's it's, it's all puzzle it's box. all count out out uh, count dragon. It's all that. It that just dude seems stuff. like why bother mining the farts? Right? Why are they <laughs> mining a planet that he's also trying to blow up? No, I, listen. I he's think trying to disrupt the surface. He's trying surface. to mine with lasers. Okay, so he's mining while they're, yeah. they're both performing the same action. He's just doing it from his ship. Yeah, it's with parallel a big mining laser. efforts. Got it. Yeah, and he's mm. making them like work with like tools and stuff because it's like <laughs> use these tools and mine yeah. your own planet, suckers. At, at least, at least in this in this spinoff, and this makes no sense in the the show, Master Rider, but. Uh, in this, the reason he's not just blowing the planet up like he does with everything else, the reason he's digging up these noxious fumes and choking the population out kind of more slowly is he wants to get his hands on the Master Rider powers. And if he just blows up the whole ding-dang planet, he can't do that. Oh. It, is he yeah. scared to combat Master Rider, like, one-on-one? Or... Possibly. Like, is this yeah, just some know. like real genre savvy kind of move from him? Like, I'm just going to shoot your planet until y'all choke on these farts instead of actually fighting Maybe. Mass Rider, the obvious protagonist. He could kick my ass. Why would I fight yeah. him? I think that's the idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. But basically, speaking of which, 
some folks sneak up on the rangers and are like, Whoa, who are those guys? Now where has Dex gone? They must be Aemonites. But how can we be sure? And what are they digging up? Well, according to the data that I reviewed back at the command center, this area of the planet is honeycombed with pockets of poisonous gases that are just below the surface. Well, that would explain the gas mass. But why would anyone want to release poison gas? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah! 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 Intruders! What are you doing here? Wait, we mean you no harm. We come to your planet in peace. Ha! A likely story. No, it's true. We received a report that your planet was in danger. You lie! We sent no message to the likes of you. You pose as friends, but your garments betray you. You were sent by Count Dragon to further enslave our people. No, 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 that's not it. Now wait just a minute. We're from the planet Earth. We don't even know who this Count Dragon guy is. He lies. They mean to attack us. I call upon the powers of light and truth to become Mask Rider. Ecto Phase, activate! Now you shall pay. You know what? Here's the thing. It's a backdoor pilot, but also technically this is a superhero crossover. And when you have a superhero crossover, you got to have the misunderstanding that leads to a fight. Right. That's yeah. Because yeah. everyone wants to know who would win. Well, yeah, yeah. In the defense of all these people, literally the only ones with costumes that have any production value whatsoever are Lord Dragon's crew. So it's an honest assumption. That is the, yeah. the point that's made is look at those costumes. Essentially, right. like they look like there's a Which, lot of work put into those. Yeah, like it's, it, dragon money. It's kind of. I don't think but, anything else in Dragon's Army looks like them, but okay. But they look like case, they're from Tokusatsu. Clearly, they're evil. In yeah. any case, you know those like camera shots from below of the Rangers like jumping. Yeah, we get that with a bunch of sniffets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially <laughs> a bunch of Jawas. Yeah, uh, Hootie. But so uh, this character that we know to be Dex turns into the Master Rider, and we start hearing we start hearing music from Master Rider. This is orchestral music uh, produced for that show. Man, can we just say Master Rider does not roll off the tongue the way Common Rider does. Mm-mm. It kind of doesn't. Mm-mm. It's clunky. Uh, I keep tripping over the word masked. It's just, it's got yeah. that masked, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Masked. The Masked Rider. Called, the masked rider. Mask Rider. I guess Masker. you know actually mask rider would have been a step up. Yeah, that would have that would have helped a bit. I think rider mask, rider strong. But I want to talk about just call him the mask and have Jim Carrey play him. Yeah, that would have really been a big that, step up for this. I think that, yeah, well, that would have really sold in this particular era to kids. Right, you would have yeah, understood yeah. the stakes. Yeah. You get why the Power Rangers would go to help Jim Carrey. Like yeah. we don't know yeah. this <laughs> other guy, and, and we can definitely <laughs> say for a fact, Saban could have afforded Jim Carrey. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> they got two monies. <laughs> but I do, I do want to make a point about the music that we get here because we get orchestral music, and they apparently like they got an actual fucking orchestra for this, which is wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the thing is, after the show bomb, they couldn't put that music to waste because again, they invested in an actual orchestra for right. it. They had to use it for something. This music got used a lot in a show that Joel would be familiar with. Yeah, so there's um some of the incidental oh music God. they used for this went into a um like just a common music library for Saban shows, and so they use it in other products they had. Some of what gets used in this particular like sequence is very common incidental music in Digimon. So, <laughs> yeah, a lot of common uh, sorry, a lot of Master Rider music is all over the first three seasons of uh, of Digimon. It's wild. It was honestly a little distracting. 
<laughs> That's awesome. So we see the transformation sequence uh, for Master Rider, and honestly, it's pretty cool. I kind of like it. Sure. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot cooler than the, the Ranger morphs, and um, and it, it'd be kind of nice if the Rangers like, mentioned, like, he morphed. Like, he did a morph. That, that's definitely morphing, right, guys? Like, right. it'd be kind of cool if they mentioned that. Like, yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, they're similar. So this, yeah, so the Rangers... The Rangers morph is a lot more along the lines of, like, the Big Bad Beetleborgs morph in that it's clearly just all Western uh, and all Western construction. Master Rider is more like the VR Troopers morph, where it's yeah. like it's a – they take the American actors and just kind of paste them onto the morphing sequence from the Toku. Right. And, yeah, but still, it, it looks cool. And then he poses dramatically on top of a big old rock. And the Rangers are still just trying to talk to him, like, listen – we we don't want to fight you, my dude. Listen, we're not. We're not in trouble. But they they can't get an ed- word in edgewise because he's doing a big ass yeah. like common writer <laughs> speech. Whoa, this guy definitely has a wrong idea about us. Hear me. There's no room on this planet for Count Dragon and his evil plague patrol. It is time for you to stand with me now, defenders of Edenoi. Couldn't we just talk about this? Silence. Words have no meaning on a planet under the cape of war. Guys, come on now. Hold on a second. For Enoi, my friends. But yeah, and like, and, and right. they're all like, Zordon told us we couldn't fight any grasshopper-looking dudes. And then Rocky's like, are you sure? It could. I think it's a cricket. I think it's a cricket. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, no, he's definitely a grasshopper. The like, guy, ah, I'm not convinced. They <laughs> spent a lot of time trying to classify his exact look. <laughs> I recommend watching this episode with just subtitles and no audio because if you don't actually hear this guy delivering this la- this dialogue, this speech is actually kind of good. Yeah, he's he's like words have no meaning in a planet under the cape of war. Yeah, right. except he says it like real bad. Like he's the worst. He's just so flat and like no emotion, and he's it's the worst. Like Mike just threw off that line better than the guy they hired and paid money to. Do it, dear. One hundred percent. Words have no meaning under the cape of war. He's like he's ripping it off, very um, like a speed racer cartoon. That kind of stereotype of how all of the dialogue oh, sure. is sort of crammed in, flat affect, like just fitting as many words as possible onto the footage. It feels like he's off screen reading it off the script. Now, yeah, there is. There is, and, and Eric, please put this particular bit in into the episode at least. If you don't put anything else in, I mean, put as much in as you want, please. It's all fucking horrible. Um, but we, we as longtime watchers of Power Rangers, longtime lovers of Power Rangers, we are aficionados of a good Kia. Sure. Oh yeah, you know, we love us a good Kia. We even love us a mediocre Kia. The Soul is actually pretty affordable right now. Uh, if y'all yeah. are looking to, to buy, if you're in the market for a new car. <laughs> God. God. But the point is, Mass Rider's Kia in this scene is the most lifeless, pathetic Kia I have ever heard. It is the worst. Yeah, it's Kia. That still, that still sounds better than what he does. Like it's, I, I don't think any of us could deliberately do it as badly as he does. It's like really uh, have awful. Me, yeah, have me say Kia the first thing when we record one of these, where I'm still like half asleep. Maybe then. And let's also meet just Simone. Kia, I am a cowboy. Yeah. Maybe yeah. then it's it's kind of a talent the way that he is just truly <laughs> dragged so this bad. material. It's very hard. Yeah, it's, it's hard <laughs> not to put some like life into the word kia just by saying it. 
He's up there with um, yeah. Rod from Birdemic in terms of acting, I'd say. Pretty much. <laughs> and it really, it, I mean, there are some very, like, of course, the, the voices of Power As someone who doesn't watch Power Rangers a ton, a uh, longtime lover, though, love this stuff. Uh, the voices are, you know, they're very, like, over, like, really going hard, all of the performances in this. But there's a lot of just pe- watching Power Rangers who are not um, unaccustomed to bad acting. And the the norm is not exactly great. And for him yeah. to just right from the get-go sink so low and be so obviously bad is right. it's really sad for the episode that they were yeah. planning as the backdoor pilot. Like, oh, y'all yeah. really miscalculated. Yeah, and to bear in mind, this is still this is the same actor who plays Master Rider in the spin-off show. Right. This is the star. Ugh. This is the guy who was supposed to carry the, ma- the the fucking Power Ranger spinoff. It's about him. It's his show. Right. Now, I was going to say, I was going to say, like, when we talk lifeless line readings, it worked fine for Power Rangers. But I think the key difference is, like, Austin St. John can do a fucking good Kia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, here's here's the thing. Even Even when the actors are acting at their worst, they're still usually, like, they're still entertaining. And also, mm. we've had a couple of genuinely, like, fun performances in this show, you know? Sure. We got mm-hmm. Bulk and Skull. Kimberly's always great. Zach was great. Like, Billy's fun when he's actually trying, which he's been doing less and less as time has gone on, in fairness. Yeah, and, like, and like, even Jason David Frank had some moments of, like, good comedy gold. Well, like- yeah, here's the thing. Jason David Frank isn't a very good actor in this show, but... He's not he good later. in a way that is entertaining, and he has he has modes in which he can be genuinely pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think but it's just uh, one point I guess to, uh, that I would call out is that all of these, um, you know, we like to highlight Amy Jo Johnson for being the actor on the show, um, but all of the other like the Power Rangers at the end of the day. They are all like a composite group. They always have each other there, bad acting off of one another. Uh, Bulk and Skull are, they're not, they're great, but they always have each other in the scene. Like the Moon crew, they're all together. And here we have Common Rider who is alone. He has no one he's introduced alongside, and he's supposed to be like the solo star. And right. Like he has to carry, yeah. he has to carry things by himself, and he is not up to we, the task. It's a huge burden. We actually meet, we actually meet the three people who are still masked that are fighting alongside him in the scene in the next part. And we get their names and we see their faces and, like, they're introduced, but they're not characters. Like, nothing fucking comes of them. Yeah. And really? I don't Sounds even like know if they're in the spinoff show. Yeah. Because the spinoff show, he just goes to Earth. So, fuck <laughs> it. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. So glad we established all this backstory about this evil, like, villain dude who even Zed hates and, like... I mean, the villain's still the same. Is, is Count Dragon his... Longtime nemesis. Yeah, yeah. All, all like these villains, the people on the ship, like that stuff still carries over to Master Rider. And what's weird about Master Rider, though, is both Master Rider and uh, Power Rangers, pretty much after this point, with the exception of one weirdly scene where they remember it, like lar- each largely treat the other show as not actually canon anymore. Sure. Yeah. Like, like Master Rider basically retells the story again in its intro, but without the Power Rangers there. Well, yeah, you have to do it which, that way. And and I mean, as always, as our policy is, even when Saban tells us something isn't canon, it's still canon. And we'll oh, proceed sure. as if it is. Uh, uh, that, but that's, that's just the Master Rider snubbing them. Yeah, that yeah, it's he's he's telling the story again, but he's like playing up his role in it because he's a jackass, <laughs> I guess. 
Um, well, I, I mean, I assume he's like the fact that so much of the bullshit that happens on Earth is related to the morphing grid and he doesn't have any connections to that means that it's kind of hard for him to like work within the Rangers space at all because like he's not part of it. So that's what gets weird with the whole thing of like because these take place in the same universe because one is a spinoff of the other. Uh, it implies that Earth is constantly under assault by two evil, like, world-conquering aliens at any given time, each being opposed by two different superheroes. I can buy one. The biggest problem I have with segregating those two is we know for a fact that Lord Zed would never let it go if there was another villain, like, on his turf. Yeah, and and from what little we know of Dragon so far, it doesn't seem like he would do that either. Could you imagine how good the Mask Rider show would have been if it was a constant, like, back and forth between him and Zed, like, competing? And, like, they'd they'd have, like, little bits at the beginning or end of the two of them, like, taunting each other, and... <laughs> if, they wa- if they wanted to save the... And again, like, you know, there's a lot of woulda, coulda, shootas, but, like, I feel like if they really wanted Mask Rider to take off, they would have to continually have the two series interact, like... Yeah. Really play up the fact that, like, no, this guy is a friend of the Power Rangers, and that's why you should care. And, like, yeah. that might have given the show some time to really find its footing. Get that uh, Arrow, Flash, CW-verse kind of a uh, crossover, mm, yeah. the, the regular crossing yeah. over of supporting characters, at least, you know, even if the stars themselves aren't always popping up, like, every episode. Yeah. Just have Goldar show up in Mass Rider from time to time. Yeah. NBC's Thursday Night Comedy Block did a better job of that at this era than Saban is doing. Yeah. But anywho, so this fight starts, but we don't see any of it just yet. We cut back to the moon and Finster walks up to Zed and Rina is like, it's finished your highness and loudness. Classic. He doesn't specify which is which, and it could be either way. (laughs) I was just puzzling it up. (laughs) You know what? Yeah. Savvy move. Uh, Yeah. But so, uh, you know, Zed and Rita start gloating and talking about, like, oh, we make such a good team. The Power Rangers are finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like how they're like, man, we are, su- we are such good, like, villains. We make such a good team. We do such good work. We asked Finster to make us a monster. Go us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a small victory. It takes work. Yeah. <laughs> we, cut, we cut back to Edenoi, and we get a fight scene, and it's basically, we get shots of Adam, Aisha, and Billy trying to explain to the people they're fighting. That, like, hey, no, listen, we're not actually here to fight you. And they each kind of start to break through a little bit because Aisha mentions Alpha. And then Billy mentions that the planet's being disrupted. Although this part's a little weird because, like, the the dude that Billy talks to is like, wait, how could you know that the surface was being disrupted? And it's like, there's huge fucking explosions, my dude. That's actually a pretty easy thing to put together, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Just points up at, like, well, there's that ship there. And I saw it shoot the laser at uh, over there. I kind of put those, it kind of just fell into place after I looked at those two things. The guy's like, yeah. of course, you're a genius! <laughs> yeah, so while while we see Aisha, uh, Adam, and Billy each fighting one of the Sniffets, we cut to Tommy and Rocky, who are both having to fight uh, Master Rider together. Prepare to be crushed, interlopers, like all those who dare to cross the Mask Rider. <sighs> this is getting us nowhere. You've got to listen to us. Nothing you can say will save you. Sealed your own fate by coming here. Now you shall pay the ultimate price for your actions. You gotta believe us. We're here to help. I believe no one. 
in theory, is supposed to establish just how good Master Rider is, and the yeah. fact that he's able to take Tommy and Rocky on at once by himself. But, like, really, like, this fight, kind of the only thing that really in- interesting that happens in this fight is there's a bit where, like, all three of them just kind of start running, I like, alongside it. each other. Yeah. It's pretty good, honestly. Like, the acting kind of lowers it, but, like, the visual is nice. <laughs> it's like the, the, the Rangers yeah. and uh, Mask, I almost call them comment, Mask Rider, are running, but, like, they would be running at each other to leap into battle, but they're running next to each other. They're running in parallel lines, sideways, while they're continuing to monologue at each other. Well, I guess it's a conversation. Yeah, so it's so they can monologue while still kind of sizing each other up and doing yeah. something action-y. You know, so so while while they're while they're running there's across a, this, there's a brief scene where the um they don't apply the filter that they have over all these scenes, but the color correction is still there, so the Red Ranger looks pink. Yeah, it's a little weird. Uh, but so they, I don't know, they it's just run across. I just noticed it and thought it was kind of funny. I mean, that's half <laughs> this podcast. Goof. Uh, but so. Yeah, so they start running. They, they they start running alongside each other while exchanging witty banter. You know, Master is like, "So who are you anyway?" And Tommy's like, "What you see is what you get." Just a guy that loves adventure. <laughs> and then they fucking they is fucking that leap what we at each. That's what I bit. see. So, so they fucking mm. leap at each other, and they exchange blows and land on the ground. And Tommy's still and Rocky's still just trying to like, "Listen, my dude." We really should just be working together. We don't want to fight you. Listen, we should be fighting together. Yeah, hold up, will you? Yeah. Never. You can go tell Count Dragon you have failed. And then they both they both fucking each grab one of his arms and hold him down like Tommy's actually learning from what the putties do to him like every week. <laughs> and it's like, listen, if we each grab an arm, we'll incapacitate him. That's how arms work. God, I'm just imagining Tommy sitting at the table at Jim and Juice Bar. I was like, hey, guys, you know that thing that always happens to me with the putties? What if? Yeah. What if? What if? What if we study the putties techniques? Putty study. Putty study. Putty study. Yeah. Pudge I'm thinking of things that other people are saying. Yeah. <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> so we we cut back we cut back to the dolphin spider. I think it actually has. I think the ship actually has a name. I think it's like Dragon Face or something. No, we're calling it the Dolphin Spider. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's absolutely the Dolphin Gotta be spider. the Dolphin Spider. USS so we Dragon cut to the Dolphin Spider. spider. Dolphin Spider, dolphin spider was a really great uh, re-release of the GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> Double face. Who are these multicolored creatures who battle Master Rider? Unfortunately, the ship's computer is unable to identify them, my lord. But clearly, they also seek to possess Masked Rider's powers, so they too must be destroyed! Your Majesty, hear what I say. Is there not a better way? Destroy the five, yes. Give them our worst. But let them defeat Masked Rider first. Oh, silence, you genetic junk pile. If they do defeat Masked Rider, they will acquire his powers before we do. That can never happen. Right, Mets and Aerial Assault at once. You will continue until they're all destroyed. So apparently, uh, Dragon and his sidekick, Two-Face. No, no, no. Double face. 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 It's best the character. best name. Don't you dare get it wrong. He's also the best design <laughs> villain, I think. He looks cool. I like he's his got, good, like, red <laughs> visor. He's got two faces. Yeah, he's got a face over his face. That's his whole thing. I want to take his face on top 
of the other face. I want to <laughs> take his face and put it on yeah, top of the Yeah, yeah, it's the sequel Does to that, Face Off. Face On. Yeah, this is a gentleman who has dealt with Optimus Prime before and is prepared. <laughs> <laughs> face Off? <laughs> face On. <laughs> so... In any case, Doubleface is telling Dragon, like, hey, so these strangers showed up, but they're fighting Master Rider, so maybe maybe that's good? Maybe we should let them fight? And Dragon's like, no, listen, if they kill him, they'll get his power before we can get his power. And I'm like, hold on, hold up, hold up, is that how that works? It's like the Santa Claus. Yeah, well, like Santa yeah, Claus yeah let's rules. go back to our Mega Man analogies, and yeah. yeah. Power Rangers defeat Common or Masked Rider, and they get powered up with the Masked Rider powers. Get equipped with Rider. <laughs> okay. Mm. So uh, now Dex talks about how, and this is in part two. Dex talks about how his his grandfather, the king that built Alpha, bequeathed the Masked Rider powers to him. So I guess there's just one of two ways to get it. Like you can deliberately pass it down, or you can just like be killed and then the power right, you, transfers. Yeah, you inherit it or you steal it by force. It's just like the uh, fucking Elder Wand in Harry Potter. Or or like any personal property. <laughs> <laughs> it's just right, like it's the obscure thing from this fantasy series. Or like my couch. <laughs> right, yeah, you either inherit it or you, I kill that you, is you my take couch. it. Right. Yeah, like we can take well, that. I, I, I'm just wondering, like, is the implication that, like, if you kill them, like, d- does that just mean, like, well, you just picked it up and take it? Or, like, does it transfer to you? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, is, like magically. There's a magical property to it that it you it becomes yours, whether you okay. choose to take it or not. Yeah, because Dragon just kind of assumes that the Rangers are, like, they're just trying to get to the power before he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And so, and that's his, that's re- his reason for not just letting them fight it out. He's like, listen... Uh, for all we know, these guys are trying to get to the power, and if they get it, we might have an even harder time getting it. Uh, just fire on all of them. And they do. And okay, so this are is... We gonna, are we gonna ignore the shitty dude who rhymes? Because I'm fine with that, but <laughs> I should point out that he exists. That scum? Let us not speak of him. You've prevented us from doing that because you mentioned him. You spoke <laughs> his name, and now he is summoned. The shitty guy who rhymes is now here. Ugh. What is this guy's deal, though? I don't know, but he sucks. <laughs> he, he does Double suck. Face keeps referring to him as like a biological mistake or something. They're really mean to this <laughs> character. No, Double Face calls him. Double Face calls him a genetic junk pile. <laughs> <laughs> it's so mean. So it is. It's really mean. So we cut back to the planet surface. <laughs> Why do you continue? Give up and go back to Dragon. Come on, Hotshot! Hold still a second, will you? Wait a second. What do we have to do to convince you? Yeah, Dragon just fucking shoots at Masked Rider and uh, Tommy and Rocky. All is ready for a full aerial assault, Count Dragon. Awaiting your command. When we attack, we shall blast Masked Rider and his colorful playmates to oblivion! Everything will fall into place. Oh, good! Will the food get any better? Be quiet, you silly space mollusk! You will commence shooting now! You two can't hold me down! They're firing again! And right at us, this time! And they're like, oh, God, we're being shot at. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And at this point, <laughs> Kamen Rider jumps at all three of them at the same time somehow. Like, yeah. He jumps three times in a row, which isn't unusual for this show, but still. 
Yeah. Has, but has so, Common Rider, uh, do we learn from later parts, has Common Rider been, sorry, Mask Rider, has Mask Rider been writing for uh, a length of time? Did he just get the powers? Or Not clear. Has it's, he, okay, this is, again, this is part two stuff, but like, apparently the king only bequeathed uh, the power to Dex when uh, Dragon attacked, because apparently the like that's it's an ancient power that a peaceful people you know kind of keep on hold until they need it is mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that that old chestnut. Um, yeah, don't make us pull out the so, mask rider. Yeah, we're but peaceful. So Dragon starts firing. He misses everybody. No one gets hit. They're firing at a crowd of people. Like so, between Master Rider, his three helpers, and the five Rangers who were there, that's like uh, you know that's uh, that's nine people. And he doesn't hit anybody. You know how hard is, it is to hurt to hit a person-sized object from orbit. Yeah, Jeez. I mean it's, it's really, pretty I, far away. It, just blow up the planet, guys. Just blow it up. Yeah, just just blow it all up. You think he probably hit so on the planet? He'll send you he, cake. He could not hit anyone, and he's like, "Oh, I'm no, I'm trying to, I'm trying to shoot the plant, the planet." Like I've hit it every time. The like, surface of the planet is being disrupted. If that's happening in any meaningful quantity, then like you should just be evaporating all of these people. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, there's actually a quick bit, like, uh, he says to start firing on the Rangers, and he does, and then we'll have some other dialogue we'll talk about in a second. And then we'll cut back up to the ship and double face him, just like, sir, they survived it somehow. He's like, it's <laughs> because you missed. You know what you I should re- do? Fire again? <laughs> yes, fire again, you idiot. <laughs> I, I really like how, like, um, Mass Rider's like, oh, he's he, he's evil, but he wouldn't shoot on his own man. And I'm like, I really don't believe that. Right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Dragon's ship is firing at all of us. Even Dragon isn't low enough to fire on his own soldiers. That's what we've been trying to tell you all along. Yeah. yeah. We came here to help, but we've been getting blasted since the minute we got here. Yeah, that's that's how he figures out the Rangers are good. He's like, wait, Dragon shot at you. He Even he wouldn't stoop that low. Which, he's been blowing up planets and forcing people to dig up noxious gases to slowly poison themselves. I don't know if that's actually beyond him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But in any case, this is this is where like the, the <laughs> we're getting toward the end of part one. You know, it's the act one of this three act story, so that means it's time for the misunderstanding to end because the heroes yeah. are done fighting each right. other. Look at the time. I guess y'all are good. Yeah, yeah. And so, hold it. We must know if they are telling the truth. How were you able to find us here? We came because our friend Alpha Five believed you were in danger. We're the Power Rangers. Friends of Alpha are friends of ours. Welcome to Edenoid. Oh, Alpha, we love that dude. <laughs> we love Alpha. Yeah. They point to this giant bronze statue of Alpha 5 <laughs> yeah, just exactly. outside the frame. <laughs> well, well, to be fair, isn't this guy like the grandson of the guy who made Alpha? And he's yeah. got his yeah, close friends. Yeah, I grew friends. up with Alpha. Alpha is his <laughs> uncle. <laughs> yeah, Alpha is his Oh, Unky Alpha. Oh, I uncle love Unky Alpha. Alpha. Uncle Alpha, we but call also, him. Like Alpha was, <laughs> but also, Alpha was apparently a thousand years old. So ten thousand. Like, he's been with Zordon for at least ten thousand years. So I like, guess I guess these guys, these Edenites or whatever the place is called, is are like very long lived. I guess yeah. well, aliens are yeah. always long lived in this show. We I don't think we've run into an alien race that's like a mayfly. You know, it's 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 always <laughs> like, oh yeah, these people have been around for fucking millennia. Don't worry it's about like, it. It's like in D anD D where like every race has a larger lifespan than humans. Because man, we need more like sci fi that has like alien races with, like, day-long lifespans. I want to see more of that. Uh, every single one of Finster's monsters? I mean, kind of on the subject of, uh, kind of on the subject of D&D, that's why I want to try my hand at playing an Oracolcra, because apparently they only live for, like, what, five years? Something like that? Sure, I mean, and that's... They live that, lower, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's super interesting, but I want someone who's, like, 
like born in the morning and dead by nightfall. Uh, that movie Crank is maybe what you want. See, I feel like you could. I feel like that's something you get out of Star Trek. Like that seems like a yeah. that seems like something Star Trek would explore. Yeah. Uh, the idea of uh, how would a race like. How would a society develop among a people that basically have to pa- learn everything and pass on everything within a day? Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Or, and and I, how, how do we interact with a race that sees us the way we see fucking elves in those stories? <laughs> right, I right. will say Mass Effect kind of does a little bit of that with like um, with the Valerians. Valerians. They're shorter. Yeah, Valerians. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, live they, like 30 they, years. Yeah. They live shorter, but they also mature really quickly. And I thought about that. I'm like, okay, we live 80 years, but also the first like, Seven years of our life were useless. So right. like, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the first thirty-ish years of my life have been useless. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then like the Asari and Mass Effect live for a thousand years, but they're just like like sexy alien go-go dancers sexy, for the first yeah. four hundred of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's years God, could you imagine the like shitty teen years lasting like decades? Yeah. Oh, God. God. I, don't God. Think so. I can just no. play Mass Effect one, two, three. And it's basically the same. <laughs> Replicants live for like <laughs> like like seven years or something, right? That's a little bit. That's an abbreviated yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of take. Okay, so in any case, so they start firing on the planet again. But God, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm still just having trouble getting over this idea that like out there in the in space in in the northern corner of the galaxy, there's just this entire fucking planet where Alpha Five has just enormous social cachet. Yeah, like he's just. <laughs> Like, you just mentioned, like, Alpha? Yeah, I know Alpha. You know Alpha 5? That's my buddy. I'm good uh, buddies with Alpha. Uh, alpha, <laughs> dang. Like, right this way, sir. Your money's no yeah. good here. Yeah, I was right. going to say, you draw, you draw <laughs> Alpha 5's name. Yeah, the name Alpha 5 opens doors on this planet. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, so basically, it's like, okay, like it's, well, it's, you stop. It's almost literally that episode of Futurama where Bender becomes the Pharaoh, like, for right. no reason. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Remember me. I, I, I. So, uh, basically, our heroes go to hide in a cave, uh, and fucking Master Rider gives what would be a dramatic and powerful line were it not being delivered by this guy. Once more, we are all safe. To fight you another day, Count Dragon. But he's like, we live to fight another day, Lord Dragon. Ha ha. Count Dragon. <laughs> Count Dragon. Count Dragon. Let's give him the important that he's a count. Let's give him the, the respect his station deserves. I'm gonna check Google Lord versus Count to see which one is higher. I think Count is. I have no clue. Yeah, I think Lord's I think like you the, I think you can be a lord if you just own a lot of land. To be a count, you actually I, I, have to yeah. be given something from the king. You can be a lord if you're just like really like in the Beatles. Well, Beatles is kind of a good thing. Lots of people are lords nowadays, right? No, they're knighted. Is that a lord? I'm, I'm coming yeah, to realize no, they're knights. I, they're they're knights. knights and knights. No, knights. Knights typically serve a lord. Knights, knights are lower serve than lords a lord. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay, but will they ever be royals? <laughs> I'll see myself out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man, we that one hard. Sorry, this, Mike. Uh, yeah, this beach but is getting first. pockmarked with spots where the volleyballs hit. No, I liked it. But I thought <laughs> the silence was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we cut back up to the uh, Count Dragon's ship. You know, Lord has that song like, Green Light. They- that's about. You think that's about Tommy? Uh huh. That song <laughs> Green Light. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I think, I think so. Uh huh. Yeah, it's about the candle. Uh, but Count Dragon are ju- is just like a incompetent fools. Actually, my lord, I must say you've that- let them escape. 
Send the plague patrol and find them immediately, or heads will roll! Now be gone! On yes, your sir. way! Consider it done, Count. Cyclopter is on the job. They shall not escape my wrath. You know what? Those fuckers won't escape my wrath. Uh, Cyclopter, get out there and go do the thing, which I guess is the monster they're going to fight in the future. Uh, and that's kind of that as far as the actual episode goes. Which I do need continued. to point out one detail that we missed, which is when Lord Z Dragon is sending down his uh, his team or whatever, he calls them the Plague Patrol, and that's fantastic. Yeah, the Plague Patrol is pretty good. So, after this to be continued, we get to the end credits, and for whatever reason... Highlight of the, the episode. The end credits is like, is a PSA of Jason David Frank intercut oh, with so footage good. from that like special he did where he teaches karate. Yeah. Where he's like, You can't become a martial artist unless you can control your mind. Once you do this, your body will fall along, if you know what I'm talking about. Martial arts starts with the strongest muscle in your body, your mind. This speech coming from... Fucking Tommy Oliver in his Green Ranger outfits yep. is pretty, pretty something. Uh, mm -hmm. I have to imagine, like, probably even that bit where he's speaking to the camera is probably also from that karate special. It's pretty like, handsome. I think they awkward. just repurposed this. I just, I just saying, Green Ranger Tommy had the least control over his mind of anyone on this fucking show. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Thinking. Is the original martial art. That's how he learned it, though. He learned how to do it. No, he didn't. He was given new powers that made him resistant to mind control. Was he? Was he? Yes. Was... They explicitly what? say with the White Ranger powers, no, he will no, no I mean, longer like, be but, able to be controlled for but evil. That's, but he, he was like, he was five when he was a Green Ranger for like a long time. He, <sighs> the number of times we've gotten evil Green Ranger Tommies is too many. I think it's only been that. Okay, well, okay, you guys, you guys know better than me, but like, wasn't okay, it? Okay, so there was green with evil. Yeah. There's the time he stole the sword of power. Uh, there's evil green clone Tommy. What was that Tommy? Which was, which was just a Tommy? clone of Tom. Yeah, it was a clone of Tommy that they then made evil. Like, well, that's, that's okay. not Tommy Prime control. though, right? But that's not a, Tommy there's number a, there's one. A lot more, yeah, exactly. And there's a lot more good Tommy, I think, as a Green Ranger than there is. I'm evil just Tommy saying he was the most susceptible to that bullshit out of anyone. Well, okay. you know, pretty much everyone was susceptible to that bullshit, though. I think everybody got mind controlled, you know, a few times. Some no, external yeah. no dogs allowed. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. So, final thoughts, everybody. How excited are you? How excited are you to see the rest of this three-parter? Nah, and then go and watch the fucking hit Saban show, fucking masked rider. I'm very excited oh, for so part two fucked. to be a whole bunch of bullshit that they could have cut entirely, and then part three to be a quick and unsatisfying conclusion, like it always is. Oh, part two you're has, a, has a massive... Okay, so part two, I'll just fucking spoil it a little bit, is has a massive exposition dump about Enoy and who Master Rider is and oh, why. Oh, thank Mike, God. Mike, Mike, were you, are you trying to just tank next episode by having nobody show up, or... <laughs> no, listen, it's not going to be fun for us. It's going to be fun for the audience, I assume. But fuck, man, it's, mm, it's not good. But, uh, yeah, just that's... Oofa doofa. I mean, okay. I, I think we kind of summed up how we feel about it throughout the course, but like, they picked the worst possible way to try and sell kids on this new show. Yeah. 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 They did a bad job. If they were at all, uh, if they had any sense, they would have looked at this three-parter that they constructed and said, 
you know what? Let's scrap our plans for a Masked Rider series and instead focus on Count Dragon and Lord Zed's like rivalry. Because I would watch that. See, I feel yeah. like they actually kind of did a bit. Because if I'm recalling correctly, that setup is kind of what they did with Zed for Zeo, right? Like he's kind of like he gets deposed by the new bad guys, and he's kind of around just like scheming against them or Zed's like, insurgency, generally being bitter about it. I feel like had they just like kind of kept doing this, if Master Rider was just a Power Rangers character who showed up from time to time. Like, maybe that would have worked better for them, but I don't know. Like an actual recurring character that's not just a one-off and not just a new ranger. Right, like the Magna Defender or something. Yeah, and it wouldn't be the first time they'd, like, blended multiple actually disconnected toku shows together to make a new show. Mm -hmm. Like, VR Troopers was two different shows. So I mean, hell, they they merged Die Ranger and Jew Ranger stuff for a lot of season two. Like, Yeah, fuck it, who cares? So, anyway, are you all ready for some questions? Let's do it. Go. Right. Uh, f- from the Facebook group. Here's the thing. Oh, hey, wh- folks. Yeah, Mike, where can people send us questions? I was about to get to okay. that. Okay, cool. Uh, if you want to ask us stuff about Mass Rider or Power Rangers or really anything, uh, Luke's call for uh, people to send us like questions about how to fix their sink still goes unanswered. Uh, yeah, but just, if you want to get a hold of us. I actually have some direct experience with that recently, so send them my way. There yeah, you go. Yeah, fucking ask Joel how to fix your sink. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, the Facebook group is Teenagers with Attitude. The Twitter is teens is at Teens with Tude, sorry, at Teens with Tude. And the email is teenswithtude at gmail.com. I don't know if Zach's actually started like regularly checking that or not. I assume not. Uh, your best bet's probably the Facebook group, to be honest. Um, yeah, by but far. That said, yeah, by far. But uh, yeah, send us questions through any of those things, and uh, we'll try to answer them. Uh, I went ahead and went to the Facebook group and said, hey, we got three episodes about Mass Rider to talk about. Send us some Mass Rider questions. So here we go. Here's some of them. Uh, from Jonathan, do you think the backdoor pilot helped or hindered the Mass Rider series? Almost certainly hindered. Uh, no, I'm going to say it helped it. It's just that it probably that, helped it. The yeah. thing needed like it, it just there was no helping it like that actor is just bad at his job. Yeah. So okay. whatever. Yeah, I could see people tuning into it because now they know what it is because they saw it on the show they actually watch. But I right. they wouldn't stick with it because it was a bad show. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sure, I got gotcha. you. So, so Jonathan actually has a follow-up question. Would you like to have seen this done with VR Troopers and Big Bad Beetleborgs, oh, and do you man. think it would have affected their success? Okay. No, because I think, again, they have the same problem of being just bad shows that would not have stuck around. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> I can't finish my sentence. <laughs> I to say Big Bad Beetleborgs is a masterpiece. I couldn't do it. <laughs> actually, Luke, here's the thing. I think Big Bad Beetleborgs is actually a better show than anything else in this list, including Power Rangers. Mike, no. do I need to remind you about Flabber? Listen, listen. <laughs> Flabber's obnoxious, but there are obnoxious characters on Power Rangers. Mm, and Flabber, though. Everything that that show does that isn't Flabber is actually pretty good. Mm, Flabber, though. Yeah. That yeah, Flabber. Flabber, though. I don't know. I I do wonder, like, if we were forced to fucking uh, watch Be- Beetleborgs every week and we yeah. were fucking Stockholm syndrome with that show the way we have become with Power Rangers, would we start to like Flabber? I don't know. Well, someday in 30 years when we're done with Power Rangers, we can do a full series on Beetleborgs. Sure. Uh, no, I was going to say, I, I would want that, but only if then they just continue to compound their problems 
and had like all of the Saban properties come together for like a big crossover event at some point. That would be really good. Although here's the thing, I think they were actually they were this is just I think it's just rumors, but uh I think there was some setup to where they were going to do that with VR troopers. Yeah. And then bailed out at the last second because the Gold Ranger when we first meet him in Zeo, he is initially voiced uh, by the guy who plays the main character on VR Troopers. VR Troopers was still going on at that point. I th- yeah, I think wow. actually I think VR Troopers had just ended. Okay, was the thing, and they were going to bring him on and reveal like, yeah, it's the Gold Rangers actually Ryan Steele from VR Troopers. Holy shit! Cool. Uh, but they they <laughs> they bailed on that one. I guess I guess because Austin St. John finally called them back. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but that was that. Uh, all right. So from Peter, in a universe where Master Rider took off, which Common Rider series would have translated into an American series the best? Mm. I, I I don't know enough about Common Rider for that. Yeah, I cannot yeah. answer that. So based on what I've gotten secondhand from our other friends who watch a lot more Common Rider, particularly Julie, uh, probably Drive and Forze. For I mean Forze, Forze. Could translate just fine. Um, yeah, Forza well, is basically a high school drama. Okay, so Forza is is a is a young street not even street tough. He's just sort of looks like that, but he's just transferred to a new high school, and he's got a goal in mind, Mitchell, and that's to make friends with every single person in the high school. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. but he's got a problem because a lot of these people have teenage problems, and they don't want to be friends with him. Uh-huh. So he's got to help them through their. He helps one boy who turns out that his dad worked for, like, a, like Japanese NASA and got murdered by space monsters. And now he's oh, he's, designed, he's designed Kamen Rider as a way to take his revenge. But he's a sickly boy. And uh, our, our good friend boy says, I want to make friends with you, so I'll be Kamen Rider for you. And then it's like these space alien monsters are giving out these, like, dark transformation things that, like, prey on people's, like, negative emotions, and he has to, like, defeat them while simultaneously, like, helping solve their problems so that they can be friends. Kamen Rider Forza, from what I understand, it is essentially about two things. One, the power of friendship. Two, space is awesome. Yes, those are the two things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have seen, like, four episodes of it, so I can't, you know, speak to it in great detail, but that's mm-hmm. what those first four were like, and it was pretty good. Huh. Yeah. Uh, and from what I understand, Common Rider Drive uh, is basically a police procedural, which, uh, it, it, it starts with, like, half the population in the world is was killed by robots who uh, <laughs> can basically have clock stoppers powers. Okay. Right? So, uh, you but, had me at clock stoppers. Yeah. Um, and then, like, yeah, this this cop becomes a common rider that's car themed and has a tire through his chest, and just like, yeah, that's that's that. He common riders it up and solves murders, although the solution is usually just a robot did it. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I have a feeling that sounds like Law and Order, but like <laughs> calm and order. Common rider. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. Dun dun. Uh, law and order. Mighty. But like uh, I, I feel Dick like Wolf. they they mighty law order giants <laughs> raiders. <laughs> I have a, I have a feeling like what would and would not transfer well would kind of be arbitrary and random, much in the same way it is with Power Rangers, because a lot of it's going to come down to like how willing is the production team on this side to fucking 
change up what they're working well, with. I was gonna say, a lot of the, the, time. the one thing about Forza is like the the suit fights are fine, but they're nothing special really. Like the part that makes it fun is all the out of suit stuff, and you know, at that point, just like just sub it. Like who cares? Like just don't don't recreate it because you're not gonna do it. You're not gonna make lightning strike twice. So yeah. did uh, uh, did Mast Rider get a single season here in? Was it just one season? Oh, I, I think it didn't even make a full season. It got it got it did get a full season. Uh, it's forty episodes. That's it. Oh, wow, just 40, I can't 40. believe they got forty episodes out of that. A meager yeah. forty. Uh, I will say also as as another series that I think would probably work well, probably X Aid because it's all about the Vigi games. Kids love like, that's kind games. of their thing. Yeah, they would probably lose the doctor angle in translation, but like I I have a feeling like yeah, this is he's a video game superhero with the bleep bloops. I feel like um if it was like not on children's TV and was like a sci-fi original show, Common Rider Amazons would work really well. <laughs> but again, it'd be a very yeah. adult audience, so it probably wouldn't, you know, be made because they wouldn't want to put that much behind like this is the Power Rangers show for adults you know they wouldn't really yeah have they not made Doctor Who is kind of (laughs) have they not made any more attempts to bring Kamen Rider over since this they there has been uh there has been one uh Kamen Rider Dragon Knight oh okay which I don't think Saban had anything to do with uh and I actually don't know a whole lot about but I know it is a thing uh, it it's from 2008, and they again they they added the Dragonite subtitle. That's new, but they still called it Common Rider. Right. So they didn't capi- try and like re- capitalize on that Pokemon you know, right, exactly. popularity. Yeah, the, the mm. sequel to po- to Common Rider Dragonair. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we'll 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 probably end up covering that show on a bonus episode or something someday. Uh, but yeah, from what I understand, Common Rider Dragonite is actually pretty good. Um, but the only point of reference I have is again friend of the show and and Toku expert Julie. So I mean, yeah, I'm willing to defer to her on that. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. So another question: Do you think anyone will ever try and bring Master Rider back, or is it too late? I think it's. I, uh, <laughs> I don't think it's too late, but I don't see anyone making that decision in this the year of Luigi 2017. Yeah, I was I, gonna say. I want Boom Studios to take a shot at it because of what they've been doing with Power Rangers. I don't see Saban willing to buy the Common Rider Black license to make that happen because I doubt they still have it. Yeah, you know, I, I I'd love for it to happen, but I think honestly, uh, Ted Jan Roberts, the, the the actor who we've been uh, praising all uh, episode, I think he's probably too expensive <laughs> for them to get at this point. <laughs> to reprise the role, and yeah, people right, like you can't recast the just, role that iconic. You can't right, recast. Right. Okay, I know he wears a mask. It may seem like you just throw that on any old martial artist, but uh, we know. No, no, right. kids will, kids will hear the voice, and they will not uh-huh. be on board. They'll instantly. This isn't a common rider from my childhood. Not my rider. Yeah. They'll exclaim. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I just don't think they have any interest in doing it. Is the thing right? Yeah. Honestly, I think it could be more successful today than ever, if done right. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think but, the people making those decisions will necessarily see that or be willing to take the risk on it. Yeah, the thing is, like, I think if you did that, you w- you wouldn't bother with the Masked Rider brand. You would either just also still call it Common Rider or come yeah. up with something new. Yeah. There's, there's really no point in trying to specifically revive Saban's take on Kamen Rider. There's kind of no and point. Yeah. During the 90s, Saban was constantly trying to launch, like, other Toku shows and, like, build, like, 
kind of an empire of tokusatsu stuff, and it all fell apart except for Power Rangers. I don't think at this point they believe that it's viable. I I, I think in their minds, uh, the American market does not support more than one tokusatsu show, and they have a one that's like a 30, uh, you know, almost 30-year established brand. The thing is, they did find a little bit of success at the time with with the spinoffs for the most part. I mean, Mass Rider fucking bombed. Yeah. But VR Troopers and uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs each got a second season, so they at least saw some success. Right. But, yeah, it just nothing. They, they, like, lightning wouldn't strike twice. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, like, even Power Rangers isn't, like, overwhelmingly successful. Like, it's gotten a lot of action lately because they've been doing a bunch of nostalgia grabs with Mighty Morphin. Well, we actually covered this on we actually covered this on the podcast not terribly long ago. Like yeah. Power Rangers the TV show isn't doing super hot right now. Is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like it seems fine as a kids show, but like right. I, mostly it seems to be their arrangement with Nickelodeon that's kind of hurting them because Nick makes them like like split a season into two parts with long hiatuses and oh, sure. fucking plays them at some god awful hour of the morning. Yeah. Like you kind of have to go out of your way to keep up with Power Rangers these days unless you're just like waiting for it to hit Netflix. Yeah, well, speaking of Netflix, I was going to say they've got like every season of Power Rangers. Like I I have I don't know if this is going to happen or not, but I'm guessing that whenever that contract with Nickelodeon expires, we're going to get Netflix original series Power Rangers. I would actually be kind of into that. I want to see what that turns so out to be. That. I feel like that would be a smart move for Saban, frankly. Uh, you say you wonder what that yeah. would turn out to be. I think it's just going to be exactly what they're making now. Well, just, no, I don't yeah. think it will be exactly. So you, because you don't, you I don't think, think it's, it's of... going to be uh, Riverdale with the Power Rangers? No, I don't think it's going to be a super different format or anything. But I do think a lot of the way the show is now is dictated by the network they're on. And Netflix is going to be a lot more willing to let Saban do whatever Saban wants to do. Sure. Hard R, Power Rangers. <laughs> no, see that I don't agree. No. But that said, it it is very telling that all the nostalgia stuff that we're getting with Power Rangers, all the like the comic books and the reboot movie and and like the the actor tours and ev- everything we're seeing, it's all Mighty Morphin. Right. It's all specifically Mighty Morphin. It's all because mm-hmm. of it's us. not just that they're not pushing their modern thing. It's that they're ignoring basically twenty years worth of content to focus not even just on all of Mighty Morphin. It's really just season one of mm-hmm. Mighty Morphin that they're talking about. It's very telling who JCVD was feuding with at Comic-Con. Okay, he's not looking through the current Rangers. There's tons of Rangers to pick from. Who does he go to? JDF. The Green yeah, Ranger. The Green in Ranger. The he's green the one people room. care about. Not even in the white room. <laughs> with black curtains at the station. <laughs> right, right. Now, if he had gone to the green, white, black room, red, green, white, black, red room, he would have been, like, really fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's, like four, that's like four eras of JDF coming at you at once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would grow so powerful. But yeah, no, Mike is right. Like, the success of Teenagers with Attitude has been completely driving this resurgence of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers nostalgia. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, so. you can, you can right, yeah. line up the dates. Like, we got the comic shortly after doing the uh, starting the show. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. frankly, Joel, I feel like you single-handedly have been supporting Saban as a corporation. I mean, I have given them a lot of money in the last <laughs> few years. It's true. <laughs> it is, we did pick a really good time to start a Power Rangers podcast, though. It's true. We really just really struck while the iron was hot. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> With the, this podcast um, about a show that is like 20 years old. To be fair, I think <laughs> yeah. it started because Zach was excited about the movie and wanted to talk about Power Rangers. 
No, we found out about the movie like halfway yeah, through season one, totally. I think. Oh, oh you're right. You're right, because I, I remember playing Peace Walker and not really paying attention to you guys while we talked about the movie. <laughs> I remember yeah. like like being a listener and being like the movie became a huge thing somewhere along the line, but it was definitely not there from the beginning. Yeah. I, yeah. And also No, actually what started this is Zach was just watching some old Power Rangers episodes and wanted an excuse to talk about it. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's weird about that is it kind of, in hindsight, turns our podcast into sort of a time capsule of people mm. reacting, people of varying levels of fandom with the series, reacting to the buildup and release and then post-release of that film. Right. Like, <laughs> I can't believe we're actually talking fucked. about the Power Rangers movie. Did you? I, feel like yeah. in, I was always kind of hoping that you would talk about it more. I, was gonna, I guess you'll feel like you covered it, but I, I guess you'll I talk mean, about it what, a little bit, what, right? What did you want us to cover more? We talked about the whole thing. Like I, I don't know, like the, the beginning and like the middle and the end, like of the uh-huh. Power Rangers okay, movie. I mean, we'll I, we'll I have we to do it at some point, but it's going to be a long, have to come back long to time. It. See you in listen to quote <laughs> the Twin Peaks. See you in twenty five years. That's the number, right? I don't remember. Watch yep. them make like a Power Rangers documentary in the future, and they'll like come to like us for right. it. Like we need to do interviews of Luke and Zach and Michael. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, are we done? Are we done jerking each other off? Can we get? Do we finish up here? I, uh, I just want to share yeah. this one quick fact. Also, Eric, please edit out our last names. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I, I, thought, I thought it wasn't a big deal because it's on the Facebook group. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, listen, Mike, you can't outrun your sins. They're, That's you got to keep the families separate. The families can be put in danger if they know exactly who is yeah. putting out this material. This uh, mm. hashtag content. Yeah. Here's a fact I just wanted to share because I found it about Master Rider. You know, he had a friend named Furbus who was a Furby. Oh, great. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the sidekick on the TV show Master Rider. And you know oh, my the, God. The stunts for Furbus? The stunts. Who? Vern Troyer. The Furbies. The Furby stunts. What? Vern Troyer did the Furby stunts. Oh, God. That's just a Master Rider fact. Alrighty. Well, I know <laughs> that now. <laughs> <laughs> Look forward to whipping that one do, out at do, parties. Do, do, you th- do you think that got him the Austin Powers uh, a fucking gig? This might have been. Yeah, Mike Myers was just a big fan of Masked Rider. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mike, Mike, did you have more questions you wanted to cover on this episode, or I think that uh, we probably... got a lot more questions, but I figure we should save some uh-huh. of them. Okay, yeah, so I do have one I, other thing. I... I stopped by the Twitter just to see if anyone sent questions there, since Zach's not around. Um. And I didn't really see any questions, but I was reminded of a conversation that happened recently. So since Zach's not here, how great are Galoombas? What? They're Why really we... good. What's okay. a Galoomba? I, you know what? Galoombas are you very good. You know what? Good. I talked about fucking They Might Be Giants for 15 minutes. I can't talk. Go, go <laughs> listen, on. Listen, listen. Listen, Zach is a huge Goomba proponent, and I agree, but he thinks Galoombas are illegitimate, and no. Okay. No, fuck so, you, Zach. Galoombas hey, are valid. If you're not in the no, if you don't know that Mario deep lore... Everyone knows the Goomba, the little brown mushroom man that you stamp on real good. Mm-hmm, familiar. In the Super Mario world, though, there ain't no Goombas. But there's one level where there's guys that look like Goombas, but they're oh, not. Oh, Goombas are over a lot of the levels. Like, they're oh, just they? a Goomba replacement for that. Yeah, but they're not yeah. in, like, in general, they're not in that many. Like, they're, they're way, like, they're not in it as much as Goombas usually are. Right, well, there's a, there's a much more varied, like, like, even Koopas don't have as much of a prominence. Like, they just have a... They mix and match their uh, enemies a lot more in Super Mario Yeah, there's Mario a lot World. of enemy types in Mario World. We're Man, talking- Mario okay. World is such a good game. It's mm-hmm. such a good game. I had totally forgotten that Goombas yeah. are, like, not in that. Right, no, it's really weird. Has Mario World been placed? Uh, which Mario? 
has Mario World been placed? No, it hasn't. Hmm. We placed uh, Mario Galaxy 2. Has Super Mario World been placed? No, 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 no. Has <laughs> Mario 3D World been placed? No, none of them. Has Mario 3D Land? Uh, all right. <laughs> what, the, what the hell are you chuckle fucks doing over there? Has has Mario is Missing been placed? Uh, yeah, it has, yes. Uh, yes, okay, that was the one. Yes. Yeah, so Mario Mario's Missing is the only one not that's not missing from the list, huh? Uh, Mario Maker <laughs> and Mario Galaxy 2 have also been placed. Oh, huh. oh. Huh. Alright, how'd they do? So, uh, before we before we move on and wrap this sucker oh, wait, up... Wait, why are we before we move on? Let's just move on! <laughs> okay, well, it, we're, we're, I, I'm oh, talking about, like, you know, like, doing plugs and stuff and going home. Uh... I do want to read this one thing while Luke's here. Uh, we got sent a series of tweets oh. uh, from one at Lady K Hirsch. Okay, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to read them off. Beast. Yeah, they're not. There's not really. It's not really a question, but I, I feel like I ought to read this on air. Okay. <clears throat> there's been a lot of controversy surrounding Luke's assertions that the '90s movie is canon to the TV show. Right. I submit it that is. Luke is both right and wrong. Okay, and you're right about the both first part. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is both canon and not canon Again, from a certain point of view. 50% correct. You see, you see, the movie isn't a fully separate continuity per se. It's actually another universe within the multiverse of Power Rangers. No, that's the coward's the way out. Of, the existence of RPM and its crossing over with both Samurai and Super Megaforce confirm the existence of a true and full multiverse in Power Rangers, as does for, Forever Mighty Morphin Black from the 2017 Power Rangers Annual. Uh, in that story, we see Adams in both the movie and TV show Ninja Ranger costumes, and we also get Zack from the original TV show as well. Uh, therefore, the movie is canon. It's just also a separate universe slash timeline from the one of the TV show. I think we actually kind of speculated on that. I think that uh, I, I, well, not for the 90s movie, but I, I think we speculated the 2017 reboot was actually like a Star Trek style soft reboot where someone went back in time and Krispy Kreme happened. Right. I think so, right. So, like, the, the show we're reviewing now takes place in Angel Grove 616, and that one's like Angel Grove, you know, Ten sixty-five <laughs> or something. I don't know. Listen, that's a sensible theory. Taking the coward's way out. That's all I'm saying. I'm. <laughs> I have. I have. I have given s- snippets in the movie episodes. When we get into the the ninja shit, I will be giving more. Both the the three parter where they get their ninja powers and the movie where they get their ninja powers are equally canon. They are. I, I describe. I was talking to one of our uh, listeners in our Discord. Uh, I think yesterday. It's the movie is letters from Iwo Jima. The ninja three parter is uh, flags of our fathers. Same story, different perspectives. Okay. All right. What are what are the They're perspectives? Who is, who is the point of view character in each of those? Uh, Power Rangers. <laughs> I just like to imagine like. It was back then when they met a hot jungle lady. Oh, wait. No, that's not it. It was a ninja. It was yeah. a ninja in armor who gave them their powers. Uh-huh. No, I'm sure it was the jungle lady. No, it was a ninja. <laughs> the myth-making of Power Rangers. Unlike you, you're you're thinking in terms of like Galactic North. I'm thinking three-dimensionally. And beyond that, I'm willing to accept that that character can be both things simultaneously. Oh, check out okay. Galaxy Brain over here. I mean, we know for a fact that the character from the movie can shapeshift. That is undeniable. Exactly. Uh-huh. But can she talk like Duddy, Dudley Do-Right, though? I bet she could if she tried. Do you see her attempt the accents? I mean, yeah, in the Ninja 3-parter. Well, there you go. Well, I'll... All right. 
I so um, I I look forward to hearing that when we get to it, and I hope listeners uh-huh. do too because they're going to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so uh, does anyone else have any final thoughts before we go to plugs and and we end this shit forever? Like this is the end of teenagers with attitude. Bye, yep. all this. I mean, the we all know that can't happen. Like that's we're cursed. That's not never gonna end. Uh, yeah, but I, I gotta keep trying. Any uh, anyway, any final thoughts, anybody? <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. Okay, <laughs> so let's do some plugs and let's uh, let's start with our guest, uh, Mitch. You got yeah. anything you want to you want our listeners to check out if they want to find you? Uh, if we want to hunt you down? Yeah, uh, if you want to hunt me down, and please, I I invite it. I dare you to hunt <laughs> me down. Uh, go to uh, audioentropy.com. That's the website you know, uh, and go listen to All Along the Watchtower. It's a DCAU podcast about Batman and friends. That's pretty much it. I don't know. I have a Twitter too. All I right. guess I I don't need anything I mean, else, can, right? You can plug your Twitter. I don't you know. Want. It's yeah. It's Twitter uh, dot com uh, slash uh, Mitchell. That is my last name, and I stand by it. Okay, Eric. Please edit uh, that out. <laughs> Eric, please keep that in. All right, uh, Luke. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can also uh, check out a whole bunch of other shows I'm on. I'm on, what, Totally Reprise, uh, Let's Place, which we talked about. Uh, Yumi and Emily are on the Home for Infinite Losers, which is this, but for Dragon Ball. Um, <laughs> Dragon Ball's so bad, though. There's so much piss. <sighs> There's a lot of piss. <laughs> and now so they, much bad. And now there's shit, also. It, it, uh, <laughs> Boy, you guys are really selling the show. Need. Good work. <laughs> If you, just, I mean, like, if you just want to hear not. me and Emily despair at how bad a show we love actually is. <laughs> and Mike despair at like have introduced being introduced to a new bad show for him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was sold a bill of goods and I was handed a jar of human urine. It's it's <laughs> it's like, you know, you haven't seen your best friend from high school in over a decade, and like one of your new friends is with you, you're like, oh man, he's coming to town to visit. You're gonna love him. He's so funny. And then he just takes his pants off and pisses in front of you and you're like oh yeah he did always do that didn't he? <laughs> he did do that <laughs> and then he starts and then he starts patting everyone's crotch and asking it you know uh invasive questions and also wanting panties yeah like yeah this yeah. is kind of on me I, he did do this i'm remembering now <laughs> uh-huh uh anyway yeah also me and ashley have uh revived uh cosmic call we're doing that again so if you want to listen Man, to that's us that's a very familiar sounding thing you just said shut up <laughs> i mean listen you, you, it can just be a thing you do once in a while you don't know it no. doesn't always have to be the comeback it's it's weekly now listen ashley had to move across country and then a lot of other things happened i think we've settled down to a point where we can get it out on a weekly Mike, schedule Mike, now. i'm begging you don't call it that what? Anyway. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and another volleyball plummet yeah. the <laughs> uh, Luke, do you have any other plugs? Nope, that's it. Okay, Joel, what do you want to plug? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, everyone said it. Go to audioentry.com. I we mentioned earlier. I have a podcast like this about Digimon. It actually updates sometimes. Um, I know that's hard for people to believe, and rightfully so, but it's true. Um. Also, uh, I just launched yesterday as of this recording. Um, hopefully, there should be a few episodes up by the time you're hearing this. Um, brand new Let's Play on uh, Audio Entropy's YouTube channel, youtube.com slash audioentropy, uh, featuring myself and Emily playing Deus Ex Human Revolution. 
Yeah. All right. Cool. Anything else? Nah. Which one? Which one's Human Revolution? I'm not familiar with the Deus Ex it's, franchise. Uh, it's the one that came out in 2011, kind of uh, okay. revived Deus Ex as a, as a franchise. Yeah, that's the yeah it's R.I.P. Like game. Yeah, R.I.P. Game. It's like everyone's second most favorite Deus Ex. <laughs> it's my first, but <laughs> oh, it's yeah, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, of, uh, yeah. Right, uh, Can I sneak in one more uh, plug? That is no. Uh, well, fair enough. Asked and answered. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you give the plug to Emily? Okay. Just pass that plug over to Emily and have her <laughs> deliver it for you. Right. Hey, <laughs> Emily. so um, you can catch me on other audience podcasts, War and Beast and In Pursuit of Passions. Um, also, I'm doing like a Sonic Forces Twitch uh, Twitter uh, Twitch stream. Um, and you can catch the first uh, two hours of that on my YouTube channel. At this is em- uh, not at this. This is Emerald uh, on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. Mitch, what 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 do you want to plug? No, I'm telling Emily. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, this will take way too long right. for me to think and type. Uh, okay. All right, we'll just say it. <laughs> uh, this is uh, a counterpiece, too. Uh, it goes along with uh, All Along the Watchtower, where actually we just recorded um, the first episode of this bonus episode where we are Shit. very appropriate for this uh, particular episode of Power Rangers. Uh, we're playing uh, a tabletop game. Uh, using the masks system, masks. I get it. What's what's the connection to this? Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, is it, he's he's saying it's based on that old cartoon uh, mask. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. They love old cartoons here. Okay. It's kind of like it. an, yeah. it's an AU where like Jim Carrey and Dex they get together. Uh, and it's kind of like... <laughs> I was talking about the one that's like M period, A period, S period, K period, yeah. I think is what it was. I, I thought you were talking about the movie about the guy with like the... Uh, like face problems. See, I thought you were talking about that episode of Star Trek: The Next Man Generation, where like um, it had all this weird like Aztec mythology woven in. The yeah. Enterprise was changing, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I wasn't, but these ones is the what I was doing was talking about the tabletop game mask, which is about young superheroes, and this will definitely be up by the time that uh, this comes out. Uh, making that pledge to myself, and uh, so you should check that out because it's like a different thing that we're doing. Uh, and uh, if you like to listen to people try and figure out tabletop games on microphones, then uh, maybe listen to it. Uh, end of plug. Hey. hey. All right, sounds good. So uh, my plugs, uh, you can hear me on the aforementioned uh, urine fetish podcast, Home for Infinite Losers. Uh, you can also hear me on Going Pear-Shaped with uh, Teenagers with Attitude regular Matt. Uh, where we talk about whatever. It has slightly less piss in it. And you can also uh, find me on Twitter, at MikeLovesRabbit. Uh, so far, my Twitter is piss-free, but, I mean, we'll see what happens by the time this episode goes live. God, there is a phrase you do not want to utter, really. <laughs> Are you trying to, like, egg people on, Michael? Or? <laughs> God, no. No, I'm already watching Dragon Ball. There's enough piss in my life. Going Parachute has uh, less piss, but a little more vinegar. Yeah, <laughs> we're full of it, piss and vinegar. <laughs> so, God, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Tune in next time where we're going to talk about part two of A Friend in Need, and we're going to talk a whole bunch more about Mast Rider and having weird jewels on our foreheads. I feel like I've been here for a thousand Julie's years. Julie's going to be on our forehead. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna see Dex we're gonna see Dex's actual face, and it turns out he's just Zach. <laughs> 
host okay. of this podcast, Zach. It's just literally Zach. It's Can't fucking wait uncanny. To see what he looks okay. like after yeah. like not seeing him all episode. Yeah. So anyway, wait, four do you, teenagers wait, do you mean, that. Do you mean Christ. Zach or the character? No, I mean it's literally our friend Zach. No, I meant who Emily because yeah, we haven't seen Zach oh. all episode either. Oh, that's true. No, Joel, just let true. this episode die. I'm begging you. <laughs> <laughs> for t- uh, hold on, I, I have I have to d- deliver this in the style of uh, Mister of Mister Master Writer himself. God damn you! For teenagers with attitude, I have been Mike. I've been Joel. I've been Luke. I've been Emily. I'm Mitchell. And may the power protect you always. Activate, activate. <sighs> Little mass writer reference for you. Henshin! <laughs> Here we're done. We're done now. Uh- Yeah, it's twitter.com uh, uh, slash uh, Mitchell Dill. Mitchell Dill. 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 Mitchell Dill. That is my last name, and I stand by it.